0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc
2: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal it probably won't go well
1: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the John Morrison to my Miz, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how are you? Yeah,
2: doing? the Johnny of Drip Drip, the shaman of sexy, the mayor of Slamtown, the George Bushy of Tushy, all of it. I will be it all. I will have my dripstick ready. Um Spraying people for this podcast. What's Let's dive things? right. Yeah. It. Let's go. Um, yeah. What
1: are what are in those dripsticks? Do we? I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fluid. Let's, Let's leave the fluids ask. out of
2: this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. But yeah, Mari, okay. thank you for welcoming me. Thank you for being the Miz to my Morrison. Um, okay. And I hope that you're still friends with Coral and all of our other wonderful friends that we want to have on the podcast sometime.
1: Man, if I if we could get Coral on this we podcast, could I would retire. I don't know how, but <laughs> I know she she I, What she never watched wrestling a day in her life because of the Miz? Like, <laughs> he scarred her so much talking about wrestling that she was like, "Never, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it."
2: Oh uh, God. Well, hilarious. Coral, if you're listening, um, hit us up, slide into the DMs, let us know that you want to be on. Um, and yeah, actually, you know what? I'm gonna let's I'll look into that later. But sorry, <laughs> it's the rustling rehap up, not the real world mm-hmm. rehap up, the rustling rehap up, which yeah. is somehow on the reality TV rehap up speed, which is uh questionable at best it's not but hey, catchy.
1: we're going with no. it. We're no. going we're, with it. We're we're good, we're good. Because did you not watch our BB twenty three crossover episode? It's great. We belong oh. on the reality TV side. We because do. What is what is wrestling, but scripted reality TV.
2: We work in the real the real the real stuff sometimes, like that that uh big brother stuff. Yeah. We, yes. We're doing it.
1: Checking yes, our boxes. We did it. Uh Big Brother 23 has just premiered. It is taking up. Everybody's time, my time, the fees have been great. Um, if you want to go back and look at our cast assessment, see how these last three days, if we got, if we clocked anybody from these last three days of feed <laughs> you can go and check out our cast assessment video on YouTube at Rob has a web, uh, has a podcast on YouTube. Um, but it's just been a week, you know, it, it, it really yeah. has, it's been another week of wrestling. This week of wrestling has been so, jam-packed exactly and i'm just like i i don't know if i can handle it all my head hurts like i'm excited but dang this is so much wrestling and it's good it's it's great to have a lot and have many options
2: yeah and according to to at least what i've seen on twitter the feeds you know this week in wrestling has been more jam-packed than, than Frenchie's HOH room with all the conversations he's been having. So, um, you know, we have somehow kept up with all of it. If you are a BB fan and um, you're wondering how there's so much going on when only the live premiere happened, well, don't go to Twitter and, and protect your peace is all I will say. <laughs> but yes, we, we did the simulation on mm-hmm. last week's episode with Sasha at the very end. So we have our two BB23, uh, winner picks, even though there's only one winner between Aza <laughs> and, um, and uh, Derek, X. Derek X. So mm-hmm. we'll see how. Um, that works out but I'm glad Frenchie didn't win the battle royal
3: it, uh, we'll it look, keep going
1: <laughs> it, it looks like one of them might be in a good spot the other one not so much and if you um, if you don't want to if you want to protect your peace and not look at Twitter go yeah. check out Taryn Armstrong, Armstrong on the live feed updates every morning at 11 a.m again at Rob dot com or That's YouTube right. and the RHAP um, Twitch so Thank you, everybody. Thank we you. we we are on YouTube. We have been on YouTube uh for this season. It's been great. Such a great reception. Thank you for leaving your YouTube comments. We really appreciate yeah. it. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. Again, we're still we still don't we're still not YouTubers. So we we gotta get that lingo down that. We well, I just like,
2: wanna I wanna like hit home the point. I feel like um, you know, we love comments, we love the reviews because I mean. We're just out here talking, saying a a bunch of things that probably don't make any sense. So we want to know if you appreciate it or not. So if you are a listener, if you've been a listener, like drop us a comment on YouTube, leave a review. We actually want to hear from you or else it's kind of Mm -hmm. like dark and lonely you know
1: <laughs> exactly and you can always email us any long form questions you can you have you can send that email to wrestling at rob has a and of course we're both accessible via twitter i always say at me um at so you can her. at. <laughs> You can reach me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. You can also tag us at, at Wrestling Rehap Up on Twitter or join the conversation by using hashtag Wrestling Rehap Up as well. Um, Matt, how can the people uh, uh, talk to you?
2: find me at Matt GW, and you could follow me and Mari. Mari mentioned Twitter but we're also on Stereo and Mari always shouts that out. I always forget to mention follow both <laughs> of us on Stereo because um, we go there after the pay-per-views so we will be on Stereo after Money in the Bank on I think it's Sunday the 18th, the 18th um, yep. and so check us out there, follow along and you could submit your qu- your audio questions and actually be part of the podcast that way. So um, follow there at Matt GW, Twitter, Stereo, um, and also um, RHAP patron stuff is really important. Mari will give you more details on that, but <laughs> I am an RHAP patron and would love for you to be part of that community, too, especially as we start the month. Um, and then there's also the job as a Squadcast group of just RHAP people who also love wrestling. So if you want to be part of that, hit us up. Mari hit me with those those plugs that I that I that we didn't cover
1: yes so um so you can always join the RHAP patreon uh patreon at patreon.com slash RHAP um sign up at the beginning of the month to get the full perks uh you'll get access to a a patreon feed uh that has exclusive podcasts uh call-in shows uh, access to the patreon discord um and tell them the wrestling wrap-up sent you. Like yeah. let them know we sent you. You
3: know,
2: um, be like Mari Matt, shout out yeah. to them. Let it, let it. and even like, you know, go a step further and tweet or tag us wherever you post just to like mm-hmm. let us know, let RHAP know that you're a new patron. I think one thing, well, two things that I love about Patron life is one. Nowadays, there are patron welcome calls. So all the new yeah. patrons coming together, meeting some of the old patrons, talking with Rob and kind of having your questions answered that way. Um, Rob does patron, uh, patron uh, Facebook Fridays. So yep. you could come on and like live podcasts with Rob, which is cool. And then speaking of BB23, um, this is in addition to all of the other patron benefits. There is now um the podcast The Slop, which was available publicly for everyone before and is now going to be a patron exclusive. So um I'm trying to end up on the slop so I could uh say things I probably wouldn't say publicly. Um but yeah, that this I, I love being a patron. Hope that you'll also join and again let us know if you are. Um, on board but anything else Mari before we introduce our guests and dive in
1: nope uh thank you for sitting through our plugs we appreciate it or you know you probably fast forward through it that's fine as well uh but we have some great guests yeah (laughs) can you introduce our guests for the week please all right Oh
2: Well, first, I'm going to introduce a uh, two-time guest, one of the people in the prolific two-timers club, Mm -hmm. making his way to the podcast, hailing from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. The one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. And one thing that I love about this man is not his hot, not his spicy, but his lukewarm takes. That's what it's all about. Yes. Please come on in. Jason Reed.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah. laughs> Let's go. There's go, no live crowd yet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, big Rocky we'll, we'll vibe. Put it in a post.
2: We'll put it in a post. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> we need, we do need a crowd here soon or else it's gonna be awkward, just like the Thunderdome. But Jason, thank you for being here. And before we kind of catch up with you, I want to introduce a first-time guest. We're making history right now, everybody, because we're welcoming on another member of, well, just like the rest of us, RHP class of 2020. That was a thing last year. But she covers Big Brother, Married at First Sight. Uh, she covered The Circle, Loves all of the shows, all of the things. Uh, and the thing that I think is so amazing is that I'm, I have my fingers crossed that over the course of this podcast, we're going to see her, her beautiful, cute puppy pepper pop up. We might, you know, we might get some of that action. Um, we might get some noodles. Noodles might also pop up. Who knows? Um, but from the Lone Star State of Texas, our own Lone Star Asia Welch welcome to the podcast
0: if I had a braid I would be swinging it I thought that was amazing but yes I'm so happy to be here it's been a long time coming I'm glad we could finally make it happen and I'm just so excited to dive into all of this wrestling because um, man it's been a minute I know we'll get into it but like I was a prime wrestling fan from like ages like eight mm-hmm. to ten and then I just fell nice. off. I don't know what happened. I don't know what Asia. happened. You just have Asia. to talk to 10-year-old Asia, see what she was doing back then. Why did she stop? You know, because yeah. she yeah. could have been she could have learned so much throughout these years but here I am. Yeah. Well, we,
1: we say it every week. Like uh, a lot of our guests um, they were there for the heyday. Like everybody was watching in the peak of the Attitude Era you know, that 97 2002. Like Everybody, so we don't shame, we don't get shame over <laughs> no. here. It, you know, if you if you stop at that ten, that's okay. We'll ca- yeah. we'll ca- we'll keep ca- catch you up. You know, um, yeah. So this and this is the part. This is the part where you say like, who were some of your favorite wrestlers back then? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah I
0: remembered watching a lot of China. Um, oh, yes. You know, like. The Hardy Boys were kind of exciting to watch. Um, Triple H, The Rock, of course, of course, of course, The Rock. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what blew my mind was seeing like Edge and um, who else was it? Um, Chris Jericho. I was like, wait a second, I recognize them. (laughs) What? I did not expect that. I did not expect that to happen. Um, But yeah, those are the, the like the main people I would think of. If and I had like. I had like all the PlayStations growing up. Like I currently have a oh, PS5, yes. yes, and so like oh, I, th- I had one of the games, and I would always pick like the similar play. I would always pick like The Rock or some or or China or somebody to wrestle with. Um, but yeah, those are those are people that come top of mind.
2: Wow, yeah, yes. you've been gone. You've been gone for a minute, but you're back.
3: <laughs> yeah, You're back. It's <laughs> just the
2: jump off. We're back. We're right. <laughs> and Jason. Like, remind the wrestling half-up listeners. What is your uh, relationship with r- wrestling?
4: I don't have much of one. I uh, discussed last time I was here uh, that my extent of wrestling back in the day was my uh, WWE bed sheets when I was a child. <laughs> um, but <laughs> okay. nowadays, it's pretty much the only ones that you know permeate the, the mainstream. So, like you know, back in the day, I know who The Rock was. I know who John Cena was. I even know who Chris Jericho was. So I would, I would be you know, familiar with those that like kind of pierced the mainstream into everyone knowing who they were, even if they didn't watch wrestling.
1: Yeah, exactly. So and that's what we're here for. This is what we yeah. like. We want to get your fresh takes. Um I, I love just sending clips to people and then and then just figuring out what they're gonna think of it. Because some of the stuff we we said, I'm just like this is gonna be. I, half of me feels like should I send more so there's like explanation. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Just scar them with all of the rustling shenanigans.
4: Like, I think it makes I'm it even like, better for like what what what, what happened here? <laughs> Why is this, this? Why is this happening? What and half the time,
2: we're, what you do. Half the time, we're confused too. Anyway, so it, it makes, it's it's fun. You never know either way. if We'll have an answer,
4: so we'll exactly. see. Yeah, it's
0: it's, I, her- it's hilarious in no context because then we just have all the
4: questions
1: exactly exactly so that's what there should i should be the camera
4: like, on us as we're watching the clips like
1: <laughs> reaction videos yeah exactly so, um, so what we do is every week uh we do the highlights of the week from raw uh nxt aew smackdown um we pull the clips and they're available in our show notes and our episode descriptions um so you can just look in your description click on the link it's in a really nice playlist that Matt comes up with every week and then you can just watch them um, all the way through and watch along with us. Um, so today we're going to start with Raw um, and uh, Raw was Raw was pretty good but it was so much filler so I only picked a few um, few things to focus on especially since um, NXT and AEW had really big weeks this week um, so some of the stuff I didn't pick was like there's a lot of money in the bank Like they, they've been picked their money in the bank team for like two weeks now so there's a lot of just matches amongst the uh money in the bank uh participants. Um a lot of we, we got Jinder and his new entourage, but honestly, uh, we're just gonna get to the meat and potatoes. And today we're gonna start with the new day in the hurt business. Um even though this feud has been ongoing for a while, it just it just keeps getting better to me. And it's just a testament to Um, Not only the work that MVP and Bobby Lashley are putting in, but Kofi and Xavier are just like, this is just two really good groups to have in a feud. Because, again, even though I completely believe uh, Kofi is going to lose that money in the bank, like I I don't see any way for him not to. I still I'm like, what? What if he does it? Have
3: a little faith. (laughs)
1: Exactly. There's a a glimmer of hope in yeah (laughs) there's still a little glimmer of hope and even if it's still also an enjoyable ride as well so um our first highlight is just the straight up match the New Day versus Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley and MVP um tag team match this was great in in the thought process of you know um the new day are tag team specialists. They, they are, they're the longest running tag team. They're uh, dubbed the greatest, uh, tag team in WWE. So them winning over Bobby Lashley and MVP, it makes sense in a tag team sort of way. It makes sense. And I liked how they did it. Um, especially with Kofi getting the pin on MVP after Kofi told, told MVP, he's basically the weak link. Um, (laughs) in the group. So uh I, I really love that, but I really, really like the raw talk. What athlete. was going on? It was amazing. It's just it that's the great thing about Raw Talk, Ugh. uh Jason and Asia. It's it's after Raw. And it's just they set up a, a little it looks like Sports Center desk. <laughs> right. And then they, they just pull superstars and it's all improv. It's all off the cuff. So that's that's why sometimes you get like bomb promos like ones that bomb like not good and then you uh, get bomb promos (laughs) that are really good and i think the new day is perfect at this so asia what was your what was your thoughts on um the new day mvp and and their uh the new days um promo at at uh, raw top
0: yeah the first of all the virtual audience since this is like the very first clip i was just like oh my gosh Ideal scenario, you get to enjoy what you want to watch. You don't have to deal with parking, you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. That sounds like they really need to continue some of this stuff. Like, I would I'm love, to, you. like, you just imagine going to a Drake concert, but like on the screen and just like not having to deal with getting dressed, dealing with the like, oh, just walking up, you know, because I'm always in the nosebleeds, walking up all those rafters. Like, I would love that. But okay, so I thought this was the ideal scenario for. For, for watching this entertainment. Um mm. I also thought these guys were huge, which was just mm. I was just like I couldn't imagine standing next to them. But then just the look on Bobby Lashley's face when MVP lost, like that would be motivation enough for me to do better. And like you yeah. said, like he was, he's seen as like the weak, weakest link, but like, well, yeah, he's looking at him like he's the weakest link. Like <laughs> he needs to, st- he needs to get it together because, uh, or maybe just, I mean, are, has Bobby Lashley and MVP, have they always been a tag team? Well, they're, they're, they're not a tag team.
1: That's the thing. That's the MVP problem. Is, yeah. MVP is Bobby Lashley's manager. Got and, him. Um, yeah. And MVP is like old school. He's from back in the day, like 2005. And he. I was like, "How are you wrestling with your leg injury?" You just said last week that you're injured via your leg, but it, it makes sense. They're not attacking that's why okay. they beat them. Yeah, gotcha. Type, type deal. So, uh, yeah. Oh, keep going though. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so I I thought I, I thought it was a really good match. I thought that New Day was like they just gelled so well. It was mm-hmm. like they were so crafty, and it, I was glad to see them win. It, it made sense, and then that that conference after, just their energy was amazing. It's like mm-hmm. Oh, I fully believe in Kofi. I think he's yes. going to do well. <laughs> like, I have all the faith in the world with him. Um, yeah. so he was just, they were just, I love their energy together. So it was really nice to watch. Yeah. Oh, but I did have a question. What happened? They, they were referencing breaking the table. <laughs> he was breaking it. What happened before? Like, what, when did he break the table? Before
2: they were all over the place. By the way,
1: yeah, <laughs> it, it was funny. Yeah, they. I think it was. I want to say it was a talking smack a while ago, but it was like a year, like a few years, years ago. Yeah, yeah. like well, like talking smack's been on since like it's been five years since they they debuted talking smack and then raw yeah. talk. Like after that, so it it was one of their one of their like uh appearances a few years ago and Kofi was so heated, um I think it was on the run up to his uh his title win. That he got up on the table and he was cutting his promo on the table and apparently he broke it. And that's <laughs> what was, that's what they were clowning on it. That was so funny. Our truth being there to just help the improv yeah. along as well was so funny. I don't know who the new dude's name is. I have no clue what his name is. I have no is. clue. Yeah, they've been they've been um rotate they they've been having problems with their announcers. Like some of their announcers have left and you know, so they've been trying to rotate in new announcers. I have no clue who this guy was. He was funny because he clearly didn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. um, but our our truth and them telling our truth, he was rich and he, he was like, I'm <laughs> not this table rich, though. And you see right. glass was just. Hilarious. From
0: the Louvre, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, the, also the way that Xavier was holding the mic, like it was like oh, okay. a flute, was yeah. like was like,
2: like a corn, yeah. Someone like, yeah. described yeah. it as a corn cob.
1: <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be like, uh, like, if, like, if, like a cavassi, like something like you're like sniffing he's it or something, like, like some wine or something. I don't know. But I love it. The, he's, that yes. whole news
4: conference made me very uncomfortable with the way <laughs> they were talking into the camera, like trying to feel us through the camera. You did feel it. Did you touch your
2: screen? Did you
4: feel
2: the New Day?
3: Do you feel it? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel my, <laughs> you
2: feel my <laughs> power I'm right now? Right. Right. I <laughs> do. We touch care. the screen. Come on.
3: Yeah,
2: it was over the top. Jason, what else? Like when just look, thinking about the match and the overall dynamic between New Day, Bobby Lashley, and MVP, any other insights that you had from watching all that?
4: So, the last time I was on, I think it was right before Bobby Lashley, or I, he might have won. This uh, is his title on the week I was on against The Miz, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I,
1: was,
4: um, I still think of the same thing about him. It looks like somebody put a uh, pump in him and pulled, fit him up with air. <laughs> yeah. um, like AJ said, the look he was giving at the end was scary. I, I was scared as well. When um, I first saw MVP wrestling, um, I was asking, like, who led my Uncle Junebug into the ring? Like, no. I, could, I, could, I could, like, Hear his joints <laughs> popping as he's wrestling, I'm like this man might be a little too old me to do all this but I was impressed as I always am. I'm very impressed with all these people's you know athletic ability um i love I love uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier in the ring. they have like like Angel was saying, a lot of great energy. you can tell they've been doing it together for a while. The moves he's making in the ring like right before he slammed onto m e p he like did this thing in the air and then flipped over him, very impressed with that. Um I, I love the the match itself. Um Bobby Lashley was was uh, kind of dispatched rather easily um mm-hmm. in yeah. the in that. I'm um, still trying to work out what the tag rules are like what are what's <laughs> uh, legal aim. what's illegal. Same.
0: I literally wrote what is off guard? because <laughs> right. they were doing everything
4: and not only in this segment but all the other segments that we have coming up I'm like oh, so what yeah. so who it can be crazy. who can fight and who cannot is is there rules yeah. or the rules matter i I'm sure the rules don't really matter but anyway <laughs> I, I'm a stickler for that sort type of thing but uh, yeah enjoyed the match again thought the after after match conference was a little creepy a little <laughs> little too much for me you're a hater I am, I am uh but I enjoyed it overall for sure
3: yeah
2: God, Matt. yeah, it did actually start to get a little bit creepy. It did start to get a little bit creepy um when they were. So for I have I look. So the progression is they're talking about not being able to stand on the table and that they made a good point. It's a publicly traded company. They could replace the tables. Yeah. Then there that was really the whole is. thing, like feeling people through the screens, which is like, OK, I get it. Like, I see what you're doing here. This is unique. And then they're talking about eating people. And that's where they, they lost. They want music. to
4: consume us. One, someone, someone, someone said at one point. Yeah. I was
1: like, no. I think no. that was
2: Kofi mostly with his. Uh, there was some cannibal tendencies. It, it was
1: because <laughs> they went from the publicly traded company to we're we're bringing live audiences back, and then they said the live audiences can pay for the table. Yes. Yeah, when they, they brought can. up the li- when they brought up the live audience, they were like, uh, "Now we'll get to fill you and see you again," and that's how we got on that road. And it was.
4: But I felt that I, I felt the producer on, off camera that was like no do
1: not
3: <laughs> <finish it>. like, <laughs> honestly
2: yeah i think like most of the what happens mari was referencing uh this just raw talk being more improv based and mm-hmm. i think like half the time when when we watch those clips i'm like in pain because the person who's talking just looks so uncomfortable not being scripted um, and right, they're so comfortable like they don't yeah. they know yeah. that they know who they are and where they are they're not losing mm-hmm. their jobs uh, anytime yeah. soon I don't know what they'd have to do actually to get fired
4: oh. but I don't want to Asia, find out <laughs> Asia, for sure I thought you would enjoy one of the New Day um, I think it was Xavier had a trombone just out yep. of nowhere yes. like, what, what, what is that? Where, where did that come from
1: Yeah, Uh, they. Oh, New Day has always had a trombone. Uh, Francesca, Francesca, this is Francesca too, because. Yeah, cause Francesca 1 was, uh, demolished uh, a long time ago. But I mean, honestly, guys, it, if you went and Google like the highlights of the new day, you would not be disappointed. They've been a tag team for since like, uh, it's been about seven years, uh, six years and they've done amazing things. Like Matt said, they are so confident in what they do that it, they could say, again, they could say, we want to eat your young and I'm still over here laughing, <laughs> right. you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um Wait, do they br- play the trombone? Yes, Xavier okay. Woods does. Xavier okay. Woods plays the trombone to their they're like they they use it more when they're heels. When they were heels, he would be really obnoxious with it. And he and they have um he they they have their chant New Day Rocks, New Day Rocks, and he'll like blow it to that. Mm. Um when they're heels, he when they debuted it, he um he was playing like New York, New York, I think, on it because they debuted it in Brooklyn. On um, that year, so he, yeah, there, there it is. He, he plays it. He can actually play it. Xavier Woods is a, a um, international man of mystery because he is. Uh, he has a PhD. He's really Ooh. smart. He plays video games. That's why he holds his microphone like a smart person. So, uh, <laughs> fans are amazing. Yeah, exactly. I'm
0: gonna have to start holding my mic on all video podcasts I like mean, that. I mean (laughs) let's go the entire time
1: let's go Uh, it's so good Uh, so again had to include them on here because they're just so good the New Day is just so freaking good Um, next up we have Rhea and Charlotte continue their feud Um, Rhea Ripley emerges with an injury during Charlotte Flair's medical update. So the tease before we went to a commercial is Charlotte Flair is going to come out to give a medical update and Charlotte, we start with Charlotte and Charlotte's in the ring. She has her crutch on. She's talking about how you know Rhea went so low as to hurt her with her own move and that she might not be able to participate at Money in the Bank. We get Rhea Ripley coming out on a crutch too, but she's obviously pretending. Um, So once she gets in the ring, she's like, I'm just doing what you're doing. And then we have a standoff. They both have the same mindset. Neither of them are injured. They then start swinging crutches at each other. Uh, Jason, let me just get your... What did did you think about this clip?
4: I was in and then i was even more in when they started swinging the crutches <laughs> i was like oh my like i thought i was watching like the lightsaber duel on Family menace uh, phantom yes. you know i was like i was like oh my Lord. like give me give me like the the fancy music in the background like <laughs> and i mean like i feel like one wrong move is someone's literally getting a crutch to the head and it's over so they the props to them for getting the choreography down, but it was it yeah. was intense. <laughs> it was
3: definitely, definitely intense. Drop. Like they broke
4: they broke both crutches at um, at one point. <laughs> right. It was good.
0: Yeah, I did not expect for Charlotte Flair's injury to be fake. Like I thought, okay. I was like, "How yeah. rude of Rhea Ripley! Like you do not kick a woman when she's down. How are you going to make fun of her like this? And she's actually injured. And so, Love it. to my shock, they were both <laughs> faking, and I was caught off guard. And so I just thought, I was, like, it took me a second to recover, and then I was so impressed by the, like the choreography oh, as yeah. well because that could have ended so badly because that that's a very uh just a very uh, unique. Uh, prop or a unique uh, what, yeah. what do you call it? Yeah, the the and thing prop. that you, yeah prop. <laughs> so a weapon I, in I, this I,
4: yeah
1: yeah, well, yeah, weapon. yeah. medical device you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: medical equipment yes.
4: <laughs> so, I didn't know who Ray Ripley was, so at first I was like, "Is Merlin Manson guesting on this episode?" Wow. Like, I was like, what's oh. happening? I said she looked like. I was like, who, who is this person?
3: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
0: I I thought it was a very interesting and um nice little little short match.
3: hmm Yeah.
0: And I just he said
2: Marilyn Manson.
3: Oh, um, and and, I was thinking "Yeah." She came out. I was mean,
2: <laughs> like, I, I see it. So, yeah, and I, I think the other part of this, too, is that I didn't actually get that Charlotte wasn't injured until, like, I watched it back again because mm. I was like, wait, is she just... Like she she has to fight now, so she has to drop the crutch and like swing right. How injured is she? And then I'm like, oh wait, she's not injured at all. So she was yeah. completely faking. That took me a while to figure out that she was actually faking. So to so go behind the scenes, was she
4: actually injured and she got better? And no, no, go? no, no.
1: She's completely faking it. See, see. Uh, so, and, but WWE kind of did a good job of trying to um, pass it off as it was. She was probably injured because. They tweeted, if I remember correctly, they tweeted beforehand, like, "Oh, Charlotte's going to give a, a medical update on Raw," mm. and you, you know, you already have the trolls in her in the mention saying, "Oh, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? We're Wishing pregnancy on her, so she's going <laughs> away." Oh no! <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, I feel like that's that's probably like the go-to for most of those tweets. Like yeah, exactly. right, she's definitely pregnant. That's It
1: right? Congratulate! They're already exactly.
2: congratulating her and buying her like baby carriages and exactly. and. Uh,
3: all the stuff so, off the registry.
1: They did do a good job. I, I of it course, did. we we all know Char- Charlotte is a heel. I am notoriously notoriously not the hugest Charlotte fan, so I was like not fooled for a second. Uh However, Oof. wow, again, look at that! Again,
4: <laughs> she's like she's fake.
1: She's so sweet she, oh, I know. She's she's if it
4: was fake. real, wouldn't you have felt bad?
1: No, not no you wouldn't
4: know. You wouldn't know. No.
1: Because that's not how, because also they, again, they did do a good job of it, but not often do these medical like updates really, like th- if somebody is injured, it's like breaking news, some, so and so is yeah. injured. You know, it's very somber. It's not, we're about to pray you to the, the ring <laughs> and <laughs> make a thing of it. So, um, but I, I will say again, Charlotte is in her bag in this feud. Like she's doing yeah. so good, like so freaking good. And, yeah, I, it, she is the top heel. She is the the villain. And again, it just sucks because she's not the champion and Rhea is the champion and Reyes was supposed to be the top heel. So uh, again, I'm loving this story, but if it doesn't end well, then this is just going to be another where I'm just like, well, that's what I thought it would be because. Mario. Mm-hmm.
2: I just love, I love, keep going, keep going. I love how oh. much you love, you're just praising Charlotte nowadays. I can't get enough of you. Full
1: it's so rare but I'm not you know I'm not a, I'm not a hater like she's doing great work she looks amazing um and I think she she's enjoying this feud because it that that's most of my gripes with Charlotte is like you can tell when she's enjoying the feud and putting like a hundred and ten percent effort in it and then you can tell when she's like phoning in it so she's clearly not phoning it in here um, but it, uh, again if she doesn't lose this feud overall then this is going to be like um, Triple H versus Booker T at Wrestlemania 19 this is going to be like mm. you really just uh, told a great story and completely botched the ending and now it goes down as one of the greatest flops in you know in the history of WWE so um, I, if, if Rhea wins this They have a star on their hands and then they will have to figure something out to get Charlotte. um, They're going to have to do something with Charlotte. What? I have no clue, but I'm loving the feud. I'm loving it.
2: Yeah. 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 I'll just add like the thing I love about this the most is that it's just such a unique story compared with everything yeah. else. You have like these two heels up against each other. So that's something that we don't get all the time. And. You said it all, Mari. But I just I love no, that, that the dynamic good. is something different, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give a crutch fight this, yeah. this week and see how that goes." Right, and so just right. like mix it up, throw in different stuff, um, Mari. You're gonna have to prove to me though that like Charlotte didn't like follow you on Twitter or <laughs> slide into your DMs or you don't owe her money or something because no. I don't feel comfortable with how much you're praising her <laughs> right now. Um, I, I just I feel know. like something's off, but. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna,
1: gonna mess up your bag. That's what happens when you give Charlotte a different storyline other than I'm the greatest and then you have you know, the, the problem with her other storylines is she's like, I'm the greatest, I'm the queen, I'm the respect, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the good guy who's just like, it's okay, I'm going to beat you. Like, I love <laughs> that Rhea mm-hmm. is like getting down in the muck with her. She's like, yeah. you know, you can play dirty, I can play dirty too. Like, I, I love that dynamic. It Like you correctly pointed out, Matt, it's such a a different take on this storyline that I'm like, okay, I haven't seen this 80 million times and, <laughs> and I don't already know the outcome yet. So, um, very intriguing, and those those two women are doing a they're doing a great job. Um, mm. if, you know, again, props to Raya. It sucks that I'm, that is a Raw Women's Tag uh, Raw Women's Champion. Sorry, and she is the footnote in this. So, in order for that to change, she needs to beat Charlotte.
0: So what you're saying is Charlotte Flair paid you to say these things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish, please open for bribes. <laughs> <of> the statements. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> At and, Mari
2: talks too much on Venmo <laughs> and <laughs> Cash App. <Ketchup>. Exactly <laughs> <And Square>. right.
1: <laughs> because like I'll, I'll gladly say some nice things for some money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> next up uh more women's action. We had an eight-woman tag team um uh, match uh, which was interesting. And 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 when I say interesting, the clips do right. not do this feud justice. Like it really yeah. doesn't. We watched or we watched Raw. Um so the match was Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Naomi versus the officially crowned Nikki Ash. Thank you for clearing that up, WWE. Um, mm. <laughs> versus Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Eva Marie, and Dewdrop. So, the match itself, oh my god, they gave them so much time. It was amazing. I think it was over like two different commercial breaks if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Um, it, yeah, if you count the entrances, I think it was three. Um, so, again, the, the clip is like three minutes, so it really doesn't do it justice, but before the match, we got Nikki, formerly Nikki Cross, has officially changed her name to Nikki Ash, which stands for almost a superhero. Um, mm. She's backstage with, <laughs> yeah yeah uh she was backstage with Naomi and Asuka and Naomi and Asuka were bigging her up like oh that's great you know glow up and then Nikki was like oh I again her baby face promo like I just feel the spirit in me and I'm I'm a almost a superhero and I'm awesome and I'm gonna win money in the bank and I like how Naomi Naomi was like mm, nonsense <laughs> she's like I'm nice. gonna win money in the bank <laughs> but I love the enthusiasm I was like oh thank god because <laughs> um And then then, uh, Alexa comes up, you know, weird. Uh, (laughs) And then we go into the match. And one of the things that I really didn't like that wasn't in the clip was Alexa started doing her mind control power things on Reginald. And Reginald started like going towards her. And Shayna was like trying to snap him out of it. And all of Mm -hmm. a sudden we see Shayna exit the frame. And then we're just getting Alexa... And uh, Reginald like slowly looking at each other and stuff, and then all of a sudden Shayna comes out of the the other side and like <laughs> takes Alexa off the apron, throws exactly. her into the uh, barricade, and Alexa is out for the rest of the match. So in the clip you guys saw, you didn't even see Alexa Bliss because uh, sh- uh, Shayna had taken her out, and uh-huh. it, it was such a good match though. Like like at one point the good guys who had done all of their high-flying flips, took everybody out, and then were standing in the middle of the ring, like, uh, somebody called them the Suicide Squad, which was just so hilarious, because, you know, Nikki, Alexa, uh, Naomi, and Asuka, they they were all dressed so colorfully, it really did, yeah. like, oh, no, they called, the, they called them the Birds of Prey, they called them the Birds of Prey, mm. so, it was, it was really good, but we, the, the, the best thing that we got, and what our, you'll see in the, the highlights is, um, Nia Jax, was able to pin Nikki Ash and um the bad guys got the win. But before the announcer can announce that the bad guys got the win, uh Eva Marie took the mic and declared herself the winner, even though she spent uh even though she spent all of the match, all of the match outside of the ring. She she, I don't think she wrestled not even once. Uh, so Uh, very very good match we got a a little snippet of Shayna and Nia just being funny at the end um, talking about how they don't want to talk about Alexa Bliss I am going to stop talking now Uh, let me go to Matt first what did you think of this this whole exchange here
2: Eva Marie let me talk about Natalie Eva Marie um, almost runner up uh, maybe uh, could I say fourth runner up to Celebrity Big Brother 2 fifth runner up maybe to Celebrity like Big that. Brother 2. Something like that. Was- Fifth runner-up, Natalie Eva Marie. Fifth runner-up to Celebrity Big Brother 2. She's she's athletic. She's um, talented. She holds the microphone. She knows how to announce her name in a really annoying way. Um, this is great. I like her gimmick a lot. I like that I mean, I think it's funny when I see online that people like legitimately hate her and they're like, oh, she can't wrestle. Look at her. I'm like, oh, you're just leaning into the gimmick of it all. And we really haven't yeah. seen her wrestle since she's gotten back. Um, She was in WWE. Well, she left WWE, I guess, initially about five years ago, probably five years ago next month. And then. You know, was on Celebrity Big Brother two, did a bunch of other things, and then finally just came back last month. And ooh, I, I'm I'm into what they're doing with her. It's a little strange and confusing. You don't know where it's going, but I I'm gonna stick with my assumption that this is her intern boss. uh you yeah. drop being the intern kind of gimmick thing, and it works. So hopefully, maybe this is our storyline of the summer, Mari. Who knows?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Eva literally avoided everything in that match.
3: <laughs>
1: Every single thing. Uh, <laughs> again, even in the like in the main meetness of the match, she barely did anything. And this this gimmick of just crowning herself the champion or the winner is, is pretty funny. I kind of like that mm-hmm. Nia and Shana are being roped into it a little bit because Nia and Shana, I've talked about it so many times, I really like them Um as not only but as tag team champions, but also like um, just they're goofy. I love their charisma. That's why I included the um, I included the clip of them in the back talking about like um, the the one the announcer tried to say, "Oh, well, how are you, how are you going to deal with the luxe Bliss?" And Shayna's like, "I told you guys not to ask me about that. I sent memo. a memo. she sent a memo.
3: <laughs> he put in yeah, the memo. Like, are
0: memos still a thing for Shayna?" <laughs> Yeah. At, yeah.
2: My, at my job, yes. <laughs> With her typewriter and everything, yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like at my job, even when we were in the office, they were just it just non-existent. Maybe like <laughs> eight years ago, but now it's like, no, send an email or that's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. You facts. Yeah, faxed it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Asia, yeah. what did you think of the the match itself?
0: I okay, so yes, as someone who didn't know any of them except for Eva Marie, I it was a lot. Four V four is a lot. Um, yeah. I thought it was very colorful. It was very appealing to the eye. <laughs> um, when Nia Jax pinned her down at the end and did that wink, I thought that was amazing. It was just <laughs> that I was like, yes. Okay. I wanted y'all to win now. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I'm reading for y'all. Now that I saw that, I was like, um, but yeah, it was just, yeah, that the, the move by Eva Marie to crown herself as the sole winner was a little odd. But when I did <laughs> see her and I was like, oh, wait, I didn't even know she was in this match. No. And then I see her and then I'm like, I know her from somewhere. I pause. I'm like sitting there thinking and then I'm like, celebrity big brother. How did I not make the connection? I know she said she was a wrestler, right? When she was on the show. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I
0: just did not make the connection that I, I guess I would ever see her in action. Um, So that was interesting to see, too. Um I would like to actually see her do something. Um, But yeah, I didn't know that she only came back a month ago. So I guess she had yeah. some time to kind of figure out her her way but yeah it was oh, yeah. It, it was interesting it was a, it was a lot yeah yeah exactly.
2: and and no fault to you too because she dyed her hair she was i think she <laughs> was like a. i don't remember what her hair color was in celebrity was big purple. brother but she was purple. purple so ah, she was yes, like a redhead yes. and then it was purple and then yeah so she's mm-hmm. she likes to switch it up but um jason what did you think about all of this
4: um, well, first, like uh, it was good that you mentioned the Alexa Bliss earlier because I saw her name in the segment. I remembered her because she was last time I was on, she was uh, possessing. Yeah, maybe uh, who was that? Who was that? She was torturing. Randy Orton, probably. Orton. Uh-huh. I was, excited. I was like expecting some of that. I didn't see her, and I was like, oh, I missed. I don't know where she went. But then I saw Eva Marie, and I was like, ooh, I know her from Celebrity Big Brother. I know who that is. Like even more my nose, like, I know who that is. <laughs> and I was almost expecting Lolo Jones to run out and tag in. Right, right. I was like, where's Lolo at? I you know Lolo cool. can go crazy, so I was
1: like, yeah, where's was, she
4: at? Right. That's a good idea. Oh, Wouldn't even
1: would, be surprised. I Wouldn't be, be surprised. I mean, Wrestling and Lolo, that sounds like a match made in heaven to me, right? <laughs> Absolutely,
4: he yeah, has a temperament for it for sure. We've seen it, many yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait till the <laughs> Olympics
4: are over. Lolo,
0: WWE, they need to have a conversation. Wait, is she in the I Olympics heard. this
2: year? Yeah.
0: Is, is she it, well, she's bobsledding, so I guess that's no. not wait
3: yeah. okay. mean, yeah, No, no she does. She,
0: she does hurdles, but I guess she's not in her prime anymore, so no.
3: Yeah, We're going to see Lolo
2: Jones uh, and Jason Reed versus Eva Marie and no, <laughs> Wait, no, no. Lolo Jones and Eva Marie versus yeah, Jason Reed and Asia. Get, off my, team. Right. get off my team. I see you in
4: it. In it. Team, yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna
2: flip it. But um clearly Asia wants some smoke. We don't want any problems. We love Lolo Jones. <laughs> I love um, Lolo
4: Jones. I love you Lolo. Don't come Positivity.
2: Me, yeah. No. Yes, you're Lolo,
1: you're awesome. Alone. Love yeah. you on the challenge. Alone. <laughs> there, there was no enthusiasm in that, but
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what the official rules would be. I said can Eva actually declare herself the winner and he'd be counted as the winner. I didn't know because they right. announced at the end. I was like, "Oh, she just threw herself The winner. I was like, "So is that official now?" I, like, <laughs> right. I, mean, I mean, she was on
1: the winning team, but like, she's just not the sole winner, so it just yeah. doesn't it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> half
4: truths. It's just a
2: half truth. <laughs> right.
0: It's like she had no part in that. Like, okay, even yeah. if you were the one to right. pin pin her down, you, you're okay. You're still not the sole winner. But I could see how you would have that ego about you. But she didn't even do that. Yeah.
4: Can you imagine would, being the one person on your four person tag team that gets pinned? That's got to be the worst like <laughs> position to be in on your on your but, tag team.
1: But see, that's why they had Nikki Ash take the pin because she has that underdog type of story. So, um, her Great getting pinned, yeah, she 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 was winning before this. So she was winning yeah. for, before this. So this is her first uh, pin. Here, So if they continue to pin her like next week before money in the bank, maybe my prediction of her not winning might not be true, but I can't see, I don't, I can't see Nikki Ash winning money in the bank. It just, again, it just, it never works on a white meat baby face. Um, <laughs>
3: white meat baby, baby face? face. <laughs> no, yeah. Write that down for me. No, that down for me. Come on. <laughs> white what?
1: Like, so. so Okay so you yeah. so when you have a face face and heel that's your basics your basics so you have a heel who's a bad guy a face who's a good guy but there's like different levels so then you, instead of a face you have a baby face so that's somebody who is like literally very squeaky squeaky clean like they don't there's no shades of gray like sometimes you can have faces with shades of gray um a, a baby uh baby face no shade of gray <laughs> a white meat baby face is like the purest Purest baby face like ever, and that's exactly what Nikki Ash is. That's what her her character as this new superhero is. She's like all positivity, all love and light, all like believe in yourself, kids. Like she is a pure, pure, pure meat baby face. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, other examples of that, um, but. So a lot of like, if I say the rock, he's two shades of gray for him to even be considered like a face. Like he was such a um, he was such a a, a, a in betweener, like a tweener. That's what they call a Mm -hmm. tweener is half face, half heel. So Nikki is just her character. Her character is just it's too, too, too squeaky clean. And when you win money in the bank, that that's the briefcases that were above the ring you you have the opportunity to cash in the money in the bank for up to a year and those that type of gimmick works better with heels or at least faces with shades of gray that are willing to do underhanded stuff because it's just way more compelling. A white meat baby face who wins money in the bank will tell you a month ahead of time they're going to Cash it in, which is so boring. So,
4: mm,
3: yeah. I mean,
1: just my little soapbox there. I, yeah. I was trying
4: to be creative and come up with a bad superhero name for this person, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, I couldn't come up with it. Does she have mm-hmm. her own superhero name? What is it is See, and that's, just...
1: that's what we we're talking about because they they had to get her last name off of her. Her her original last name was Nikki Cross. So uh, last week they started um, planting the seeds of her. Uh, she kept saying, "I'm almost a superhero." ASH. So she, she went to Nikki Ash this week officially, which just doesn't make sense to me because if she's just playing a superhero character, just give her a superhero name as opposed yeah. to. It's too easy. Too I easy. mean, maybe, maybe she, because she's almost a superhero, maybe when she becomes a superhero, she'll get a superhero name or something like that. But it just doesn't okay. make sense to have a regular person name and you're supposed to be a superhero. I don't know. Ash
2: is also not like a great. Not I mean, at all. Like for yeah. Ash,
1: exactly. Not. Right. For, I mean, four, four block people on this panel. We know <laughs> ash is no. not good. <laughs> Positive. It's not what it's not what you want.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I like I like the continuation. I think next week all of the women in the Money in the Bank qualifying match are just going to be doing a fatal four way. So that means Naomi, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki will be in a fatal four way. It'll be interesting to see if Shayna or Naya or um Eva Marie. Maybe maybe we, we transition to Eva Marie and Dewdrop versus Naya and Shayna. That could be a really good program. Uh, especially since uh we might get we're gonna get in like Naya versus Dewdrop. That's if we talk about big meaty men, we're gonna have some big meaty <laughs> women slapping. <laughs>
4: Uh, they said dewdrop, and I was like, it's a little more than a drop. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um,
1: We're still I'm confused Nikki- about that name, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With, like Nikki Cross could I mean Nikki Ash could be dewdrop, and I it'd make more sense to me as her superhero name. Like, right? Can we do a switchy or something. I don't or like
2: know. a do at do ash drop ash ash drop ash <laughs> drop
1: ash drop, <laughs> drop, drop. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this isn't the podcast for that.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to so to to kind of educate a noob like me, I think I understand yeah. the money in the bank concept. Um, uh-huh. I, I think I've seen it before, where they're trying to get the ladders and they're trying to get the briefcase out of the air. Yeah. Is that what I'm? Is that right?
1: Exactly. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Mm. Which also, by the way, why is it so, like a briefcase? Who who's carrying those around on a day to day basis anymore?
3: Everyone apparently. It's well, so yeah. Like maybe
2: they can make it more modern. Like a, I don't know, a like a, go up and like, grab it. Yeah. <laughs> right, like
0: a, a TikTok wallet video
2: of Vince McMahon dancing and saying that you won money in the bank would <laughs> probably be more modern than a brief What if
4: I'm dry with yeah. all your important papers? Yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: like like a, an iPhone that yeah. it, once you you unlock it, it's gonna show Venmo, and then once you go in there, you'll see your Venmo account balance is. You know, through the roof.
1: Guys, the so when I tell you the refs have a hard time with this briefcase, they would never be able to do any of the things you uh go look up, go look up money in the bank cash-ins on YouTube. And it's always like you have to take the briefcase because it has a contract in it. You have to hand it to the ref and tell the ref you want to. Cash it in right now, and the you have to like are,
2: hit your break. You have to do one of these. Like
3: oh,
1: it is oh, oh, so oh, 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 ridiculous.
2: I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in, and yes. they're like, "Are you cashing in?
3: Yes. What, are you doing it? Like, I'm doing it.
1: I'm doing it. That's all I'm here." Like <laughs> the it's rest like it's so chaotic. <laughs> they're always
2: so confused. Yeah.
1: and they and it's all it's it's always a matter of like uh, of time because they're trying to uh, normally the champion is down because they just got beaten up, so they want to go mm-hmm. in and they want to cash in really quickly. But the rest are all like. Are you sure? <laughs> you sure? You want me to take this? This briefcase? Like, you sure yes, this is it? Like, Every yeah. time. <laughs> their direction is Their They're direction
0: really is just these. to act as confused as possible. Yeah. <laughs> they really got like, the briefcase. <laughs>
4: No. These refs are just terrible. They gotta upgrade the ref school, the ref training, wherever they go to. I was gonna they say, in they, in, I mean, they probably don't have, like, great training on what to do
2: when <laughs> someone's cashing in the money in the bank, and that might be what's going on in the moment, but, I mean, I look, they try. They try their best.
1: I love they it. Really I, I love a good ref confusion, a ref bump. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with it. We'll um, go with it. So, <laughs> so, finally, um, Something I really wanted to highlight here because this is some great storytelling. Uh, We get uh, Mustafa Ali versus uh, Mansoor uh, in a match. And Mustafa gets his leg caught in the ropes. Mansoor stops to help him. And then uh, Mustafa rolls him up to get the, the three. Afterwards, Mustafa gives a great post-match advice to Mansoor, and it is so good. Like, this whole feud is so good, and it, it I, I feel like it touches on a lot of stuff that people might not even realize the layers, but more, more so... Mustafa is telling Mansoor, like you're too nice. Don't be nice. Don't be like what happened to me. Because what you guys won't don't know is Mustafa Ali when he first entered the WWE. It's been a while. I can't even in, at least four or five years. Um, he came. He came in saying like he is a proud Muslim man. He was a former Chicago police officer, and he wants to. He wants to show like you know I want to be that representation. I want to show you. I want to. Be, he was a he was a babyface, and. Mm. And people loved him. They called him the heart of 205 Live. He He's an amazing talent and such a good uh, face. He turned heel about two years ago and hasn't been getting as much attention as I would like throughout um, his heel turn, but they are just now giving him this, um, this storyline with Mansoor, and basically Mansoor uh, is, he's from, he's from Saudi Arabia, if I remember correctly, mm, Matt, that's right? right. Um, he was, they found him when they were doing the Saudi Arabia tour, and Mansoor is new, he's up and coming, he was on 205 Live, and he's giving off babyface right now, so Mustafa is trying to tell Mansoor, that's not how to do it. These people, you know, don't try and be nice nice, you know, learn from my mistakes, nice gets you nowhere. So this this feud is just so, like, uniquely beautiful in a way, because I also think it talks about res- uh, respectability product, uh, politics oh, among mm-hmm. people of color. So, um, very, very good feud for me personally. Uh, Matt, to,
2: that, to that point, that's that's like one of my criticisms with WWE sometimes. And even leading into Bianca versus Sasha at, in the main event, two black women in the main event of WrestleMania. They like barely mentioned the fact that there were two black women in the main event of <laughs> WrestleMania. Until
1: the like, of night of
2: yeah like literally it was i I feel like it was like one or two comments they made where they pointed out their actual race and so that's kind of where i wonder do you think that they're addressing that properly or enough mari um at this point because to me it seems like they kind of like brush over something that like we might see as Mm -hmm. people of color but like that um like, white person might be like, oh, it's just two people wrestling. And
1: exactly. exactly. Why do you
4: guys talk about color all the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about race.
1: And that's yeah. what we were talking about with the Kofi and MVP thing, not just mm-hmm. three or four weeks ago. You know, uh, MVP mm-hmm. called, uh, told Kofi that he was shucking and jiving. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really mind it, honestly, because uh, for me personally, I don't need to be spoon fed that. Yeah. Um, I get the masses might need to be. Exactly. But honestly, some things are just not for you. Some things are not mm. for you. You know, some wrestling things are not geared towards me. I can, we're going to get into some of them today. I can guarantee you that. Uh-oh. Um, so you know, <laughs> just stay in your lane. You know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. You don't have to be negative, you don't mm. gotta, you know, go and give your two cents. But I, I like this, and I, I really don't feel like it really needs to be like overt. That's just my um opinion, Asia. What do you think? I don't know. I
0: like now looking back. Yes, I feel like that would have been like I did feel like watching them as two men of color. I did think like, oh, this is pretty cool. But in the moment, I wasn't thinking like, OK, other people are probably not thinking this It was like, of course, that's like my natural when I'm yeah. watching it. And so yeah. I did think it was I was I I liked seeing them. And I thought it was I thought it was so funny, though, that like why why was uh mustafa trying to use that as an opportunity like during the match to teach him something he's like you're too nice you're thinking with your head and not your or you're thinking with your heart and stop yeah. thinking with your heart and only yeah. think with your mind and he literally said the same thing you know post match but i'm like you also said that during the match why why not just Mm -hmm. wrap it up have this side conversation um it was like like they were trying to like kill two birds with one stone um by you know having him like as the more experienced person helping out this baby face um (laughs) you know so i thought that was just so weird um And then he took advantage of it by faking the injury and then winning. Um, So that it it was an interesting match. But yeah, I I didn't until now y'all discussing it. I didn't realize why this match felt different, and that's exactly why.
2: Yeah, and just to kind of like add to that, so like this is the type of stuff that I wish would come up more. But Mansoor from Saudi Arabia, Mustafa is or Mustafa is from um, the Illinois area, but his parents are. I looked this up because I was like, oh. um, his parents are Pakistani and Indian descent. And I mean, even just that nuance of them not just being like two people from the Middle East, which is how someone who is white might read that um, <laughs> is, you know, I, I just feel like it's helpful for people to see like, oh, okay, these people are not from the same place and they're not you know, they're not a monolith in any way, but I'm not ever looking to WWE to educate people. What are we talking oh. about? Come on. Oh. Um, but I did think that was an interesting dynamic because I wrote down that Mustafa said, like, the high road will only get you so far. And, like, uh-huh. looking uh-huh. at him, he hasn't gotten that far, um, in whatever road he's been on, unfortunately. Right. And so, and that's, I, and
1: that's what he's saying, he was on the high yeah. road
4: initially. Oh, eh, he needs to get lower. Then I guess. Yeah. If if I'm on sir, I'm like, can we have this conversation like sitting down at a table? Like I don't think right. me up while trying to give me this advice. I mean, geez, right. like, you could have just. put deliver this to me a different way right Um,
0: (laughs) yeah because if i'm on i'm like i'm in no position to hear what you're saying right now like i'm trying (laughs) to win i'm trying to focus on what move (laughs) i'm gonna do next but it's like he was mustafa was coming from a place of like you would have thought he was like this older brother and he was mad Mm -hmm. at his little brother for constantly breaking the rules and or or constantly being too sweet and getting taken advantage of and he's like I'm going to show you and I'm going to take advantage of you. You're going to leave your candy on the counter. I'm going to eat it because you should (laughs) not be leaving your candy out. I tell you this time and time again, but they're in a wrestling match. So it was just like wrong time, wrong place.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So um, uh, Jason, any final thoughts on, on um, Monsieur and Mustafa?
4: No, I thought it was a good match overall. I, I was confused. Like, so are they friends? Are they related? Because I know yeah, there's a lot of like uh, relations in the WWE, like a lot of families. So I didn't know. Right. Um, I like we said, it's it's hard to teach a lesson while you're trying to beat somebody up. But okay, <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, like, should I go? This is the way I should go about trying to teach my friends things, like give my friends advice. Hey, look, come here, let me beat you up while I'm telling you, like, don't go out with that girl or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, this is I how would I should say go I- about it. I learned some of the hardest lessons during some beatings. <laughs> right know, right now, right
4: now. We're
1: breaking the cycle. We're breaking <laughs> yeah, the cycle. I, <laughs> 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 yeah,
4: I thought it was a fun oh, match, man. a fun lesson match. I guess I would call it a lesson match.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it, what we're all hoping is it, it ends with, and then forming a tag team because they are they are two like really good like high flying like really talented wrestlers mm-hmm. um, especially uh, for Mansoor to only be doing it but for a few years now um, I think it's been like three or something like that um, so I, I want to see them as a tag team a heel tag team would be great um, because WWE definitely needs tag teams the Raw Tag Team Champions aren't even defending their, their championships right now because mm. uh, AJ Styles is in money and bank. So they need tag teams, and so this could be a good route. It's a good slow burn. Um, So that's it for the Raw highlights. Again, all of the highlights can be found in our show notes and our descriptions. Um, If you're listening to the podcast or on YouTube, um, you can check us out there. Um, Let's take a quick break.
5: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, so we're back. Um, NXT. NXT had the great American bash. Like again, this is very weird to me. We keep saying, like, there was just a takeover, like two weeks ago. This is kind of like a special episode because it's still in their regular Tuesday time slot, but it's, it was actually kind of pushed like it, it, it takes you back to the old days where like there wasn't pay-per-views every month and it was like specials every other week on TV. And then you would just pay for the, the big pay-per-view like one, once quarterly. So um, this was a special episode, the Great American Bash. I mean, it was great. The, the The biggest thing that I liked about it is it still felt like a episode of NXT because normally their takeovers are just matches. It's just like the four yeah. matches. You don't really get many promos or anything in between. But this they did a really good job of breaking up the matches and um keeping like the promos, the the special face to faces, stuff like that. Um so we have to start. I, I love to start with what I what I want to start with. I'm gonna start with whatever I want to. And uh, the, the highlight. Boss lady. Yes, this is what I do. Uh, <laughs> get, get your own podcast. You can you can start whatever you want to <laughs> fans and listeners. Um, But my favorite thing of the night was Hit Row's uh, North American title cipher celebration. And uh, I mean, wow. Talk this about is like, need the
4: most, this is what I need the most explanation on. Like, is this a thing that happens regularly? Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ciphers a normal thing. No, NXT? no, okay,
2: no, <laughs> no, and that's what's so cool about it. Like, like yeah, the fact that we okay, Mari, just take yeah. this away, take it away.
1: Okay, so well, basically, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, he's over here. He has the title uh, to the left here. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube or pulling up pictures, so you know feel free to go check that out um so Isaiah Swear Scott just won the NXT North American title last week so this is basically their celebration they're celebrating his win and um they sell they're celebrating it by a cipher and they had announced the cipher and I love a good cipher I watch the BET awards occasionally um and for those who don't know what a cipher is it's basically just when um like hip hop artists get into like a room they drop a beat and then they just freestyle um each mm-hmm. passing the mic around uh double xl has a great uh cypher they do normally like uh, once a year um so this is how they d- they decided to celebrate and it was amazing because Hit Row, uh, the three people who, who rap, there's three of them that are, they're all actual rappers. Um, only yeah. is Shotzi, the Adonis, the one in the purple, the long sleeve purple. He's the only one who's just a wrestler. That's why he yeah. pretended to DJ. Instead of- yeah, I was going to
2: say, when's he yeah. going to start rapping? He was no, no, like, no, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, stay
0: Yeah, DJ Khaled of sorts. Yeah,
2: no, he's, no, he's, he's, no, he's no, DJ Khaled, no Flavor Flav, but he's 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 yeah. a wrestler.
1: Unfortunately, again, the clip didn't have the full cipher because yeah. uh, B. Fab, uh, also known as the uh, rapper Brianna Brandy, she went first, and then Top Dollar is in the back. That's AJ Francis. Uh, uh Jason, like uh the former like linebacker for the 49ers? I don't know. Uh, football. Um <laughs> this, guy, this guy right here. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: Sports. Yeah. Sports. Uh. sports. Sports ball. He plays sports ball. Yeah. He,
1: he's here as top that's top dollar. And then Swerve, which, which where the clip started, he, like Isaiah Swarp's guy is an actual rapper, like he released an e p and everything, so this cipher was just amazing. It literally I was like this I love seeing this. this is like black people in their natural habitat. Mm-hmm. this is like everything I wanted. Unfortunately, that crowd didn't know. What was they going on?
4: They, oh, they, they were in their stone face. Like they were literally
0: like, where am I right now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, where's, where's which the is, the which works? League? Which works because right? Where's the wrestling? Because technically they're bad guys. They're like they're heels. Mm. They're legit heels. So for that audience, that makes sense for I, me, these I think these people might think
4: they're bad guys for a different reason. I'm not sure. Uh, I am with you. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, not only yeah. did we get the cipher, we then Oof. got them performing. That is their their um, actual like entrance music. They all recorded that they when they got into the ring. Um, God, God, so are so they good. all wrestlers? Oh yeah. They oh sorry yes okay they're wrestlers. okay they're wrestlers okay. who are also rappers. Gotcha. Multi
0: talented. So,
1: yeah, so oh, that's man. why this gimmick works. Like we we talk about gimmicks and how you know some of them can be stereotypical, but the best gimmicks is yourself turned up to eleven. And again, three of them are actual rappers. Like I said, Ashanti was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not I'm really glad." Not like that, <laughs> yeah, I was worried
2: because so. I
4: was like, "What is he gonna try?" Is he gonna try? <laughs> what you guys. Be... But I'm not gonna do much. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Which is fine because they're all in a group and they're they're all in a faction. Um, they're there to make sure Isaiah uh, Swerve keeps his um, championship. They are wrestlers. Uh, top Dollar and Ashanti will probably challenge for the uh, tag team titles at some point. So it, it's just so good, and that's why I don't like. You know, some people are going to be like, "Oh, that's so stereotypical." Why are the black wrestlers rappers? Well, because they're actual rappers, and it, it doesn't feel fake or forced or I don't know. Jason, what did you think with no context?
4: Um, I feel bad that you are saying they're actual rappers because I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Um,
1: okay, Benzino, like what? Is I this? mean, no, like,
4: <laughs> like the first guy I started. I was like uh, Kendrick oh, Lamar. Crazy? He is not. Um, <laughs> So so I feel kind of bad. I appreciate the uh, the Beyblade reference uh, in his wrath as a kid of Beyblade back in the day. Um, But uh, as it went on, I was enjoying it more. I did I did clock the audience reaction when they when they were showing the audience like uh, I was was looking at the audience. I said, okay, yeah, these seem like people that would probably not appreciate this, but okay. Um, But you know, Mm -hmm. it it was fine. It was fine. I'm not gonna. I don't want to hate on too much, but it was fine. You
2: make Hopefully. a good point, though, about, uh, <laughs> the, the rustling audiences and rap audiences, which we will talk about, um, <laughs> a little bit more later. But yeah, it, it will, I mean, look. No Kendrick Lamar, right? I mean, BFAB, I'm not going to critique BFAB's vocals and all of that and her partial lip syncing, which was definitely happening, but I I like what we're getting. I just feel like Russ, this whole crowd actually and we're going to talk more about like some of the matches, but their reactions were just a little off, oh, I feel like. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think they've just been
4: inside for too long.
1: I how, literally how, long have been
3: in,
4: <laughs> how long have they been having full audiences at this point?
1: They this, haven't, this, that's the thing. This 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 is, yeah, oh, okay. this is, and this isn't even a full audience, this is like, they had screens in the yeah. back and then they have a few people in there. Um yeah, you yeah. I, I was. In,
0: I was. That was like maybe the audience was in like pandemic shock. Like yeah. I. I. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I go to a concert or a public event for the first time. Like I went to an Astros game a few weeks ago. It was like, Ooh. okay, how how does that do we cheer? Okay, was that a home <laughs> yeah. run? Do we stand up? Do we sit down? You know, is that those little those little. Sh- like getting readjusted basically, Mm -hmm. but they definitely could have benefited from like that virtual audience. Like I think they would have had, maybe they could have, it would have been an even greater performance because they wouldn't have been feeding off of like the negative audience. They just Mm -hmm. would have been performing uh, in their own element. But I will say first on like first started the clip, I was like a cypher. Okay, let's see how they do because if they're wrestlers, eh. but the, I was really impressed. I think because I went in with such low expectations, I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. But I was like, they're not bad at all. Like, imagine if there was another team who who rap like we could get a nice versus going on. Um, I mean, I thought it was like the like the lyrics are great. It was easy listening. Um, it didn't feel like a struggle, like you said, because they're rappers. It's it's natural. Like that's what. They do. So I wasn't as hard on them as Jason was. <laughs> Listen, my
4: thought, my thought was, oh, they're good, ra- they're good rappers for wrestlers. But then Mars told me like, oh, they're <laughs>
1: actual the rappers. I was
4: like, oh. I mean, well, they... No, they're not. not, but they I, like, are... they're not
1: ra- yeah, that's It's I mean. not like, like, like anyone
2: was like, hey, Matt, like go out and rap right yes, now. Like, exactly. It wasn't that.
3: That's
1: what I
2: mean. <laughs> you know, All right, yeah. Matt, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> too, no, hit uh, it. Vince McMahon That's needs to slide into my I Venmo mean, for me are, to... <laughs> they
1: are actual musicians, you, know? Mm, yeah. you so, know. They're not just black people. They have rhythm.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're not about to do a cypher.
1: No. Okay, I,
0: I, have to, I have to throw my notes away. Uh, I was writing some lyrics. Oh. So like, <laughs> Okay, now I, I, we're on the same page.
1: Yes, we're all on the same page. This is uh, I, again. I know my place, so no. we will not, yeah. we will not be doing a cipher here. Never I just, like I mean, I I love Brianna Brandy. personally. I was following her before she came to WWE, um, and she's just so pretty. And mm-hmm. I just love her lyrics. I love her 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 dance. Her uh, dance moves, so I, yeah, dressed I like she was at a
2: di- she was dressed like she was at a Diddy White party. Yeah, good for her that I she. Mean, that her bars.
1: She, she said her braids are like snow, and and, and you yeah. you already you know, like. <laughs>
2: like yep, that's right. Thank you, Doctor Seuss. We appreciate.
1: Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just I just appreciate something different on the TV because I mean. Yeah. And it it is it is representation. It connects to people like me, you know. And if we're targeting, uh, if we're we're opening it up, and we're trying to get more eyes on the product, this can't hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like this this doesn't hurt your prospects of of possibly bringing in more people. So I loved it. It was very. I have a
2: question. Like, because mm-hmm. we, we were talking about this and joking, like, we're not going to be showing up um, doing a cipher on this podcast. But what would be our thing? Like, as a group of four, like, what would be our. Ta- would we just go out and like do a podcast, <laughs> like a live podcast as we walk to the ring?
1: <laughs> like, uh, maybe play board games in the middle of the ring, something like that. Like, a good play a game of mafia in the ring. We could dress up as the us characters.
0: <laughs> And then we we each have a different way to kill each other, and then we just yep. show them like this is how you play Among Us. This is how you complete a task. Talk
1: about being booed. <laughs>
4: we, we all just go yeah, like, on the mic, and we sit <laughs> right. crisscross, we sit crisscross, and we just talk about uh, the the wrestling industry for about <laughs> yeah, two hours. <laughs>
1: right? Well, I'm they so... like it coming from us though?
2: <laughs> no, they'll boo. They'll boo us. They'll boo. <laughs> No, so I feel like honestly.
1: Okay, ugh, yeah.
2: I'm so sad I even asked this question. No one <laughs> would want us, and now I feel I don't know if we'll make it through this episode. But it's
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. That didn't go how you thought
2: it would. It didn't. I thought we would come with something.
4: <laughs> I, I thought you like, wanted I to do this like track a about the other pod, about the other R-Hab podcasters. Like I thought that's what you wanted. But no.
2: I think we should all have like a carry a computer and a mic, and then we're like we have our headphones on and we're podcasting together, but not actually talking to each other in real time. It could be like a. It, it's kind of like a WeWork situation in my mind, you know. <laughs> Like oh, everyone like, well, in the same place but in different places. Oh, it's the
0: really audience weird. would absolutely love
2: that.
1: Yeah,
3: right. yeah, <laughs> they, they,
1: <laughs> is, is there a send at home type of anyways? We so, need to keep uh, moving. Look, we yeah, could look, we could
0: do a cipher, someone else just writes the lyrics, we could deliver it. Like I uh, did a, I hey, hey, I hard. did a little rapping in my day in college. We would oh. so as part of my sorority, okay. we would advertise our events and stuff through YouTube videos and so we would just
4: <laughs> wait a minute.
0: I know it's someone out there. up
4: for us. Someone uh, up
1: for us. It's me. out
0: there. I don't think you can find it by my name, so good okay, luck. Okay. But um I would usually well, I do the raps.
1: So.
3: Oh,
0: you do? I do um, <laughs>
4: know people. We'll find it.
0: Right. So yeah. So you know it's it's easy delivery if someone just gives you the wraps, you just have to you have natural rhythm guys. Come on.
4: Listen, okay. I have no problem I mean, embarrassing yeah. myself I'm, I have I mean, no I'll problem try. embarrassing myself Give me the lyrics and I'll do it
0: I love well, how you all like scratched your head And you just gonna, like, I I
4: don't know, know.
1: I'll do the cabbage trash In the background just like. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah I can do like the, Yeah,
2: yeah, what she said Get him, get him,
4: get him
1: <laughs> Oh my god
4: Flavor, oh my god. Matt <laughs> <laughs> You just have um, a big mic on your on your chain. Oh, instead, of yeah. a, instead of a clock, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: or like I'm, a big uh a big clock with like Rob Sesternino's picture on it, or something like that. We'll work oh, on it.
4: Perfect. So it done, we do did do have it.
1: some matches. We did. We did. did, we did? Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what we're oh, talking oh, about. We're
4: talking wrestling, right? I forgot.
1: Wrestling. Yes. Yeah, like. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah. The, the I thought this was match, Love in Hip Hop Atlanta. Let's keep going. Shout out to Sasha. Shout um, out to Sasha. Shout out.
1: Um, so, we had the, the NXT tag team title match. It was MSK versus Champa and Thatcher. Just a great, I mean, all of these matches, they're just, you know, they're good matches. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I can't, there's nothing really more. To say about it, um, MSK. I, I thought that the best thing about it was MSK are they're like risk takers, they're high flyers, they do crazy moves. You guys saw like one dude did a flip while the other dude pushed the dude on top of them. Um, while uh, while Champa and Thatcher are more technical and grounded, so it was a great back and forth of uh, uh, Champa and Thatcher trying to keep them grounded and to try to keep the match uh, pace not as as fast because MSK does great uh, fast pace, but MSK retains their tag team titles here. This was a face versus face match. So, of course, at the end, we got them like respect is earned and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. just a great exhibition match, really. Um, Yeah. Uh, Jason, anything?
4: So my thoughts were like, uh, Thatcher is the tag team partner you want, because he was taking all the (laughs) big hits and he was Mm -hmm. sacrificing his body. I was like, that's the guy you want to get in the ring with. Yeah. Um but yeah, I thought it was, this was this is uh one like you said, well high like high flying stunts and all that. Um I think this is a match that like he bent them over the ropes and they both fell down together. I was like, Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I, I'd be dead. I'd be dead after like, the first thing. <laughs> I don't understand how these people do this. Right.
0: Yeah, MSK like ended with the what they called the dreidel. I had to rewind that like three or four times because I was literally trying to figure out the mechanics. How did (laughs) I was like, he literally was on the ground. How did he get this man who was standing above him? He like grabbed his arm. It was perfect. It was just beautiful. It was art. yes Yes, I was just like I was so impressed Um, but yeah when uh, it it killed me when Thatcher was so shocked after he was pinned down like you get the one two three and then Thatcher got up was like what
3: What? What? (laughs) why are you
0: so shocked like we all saw like that was a clean count like I don't think there was any foul play there why are you you surprised exactly yeah it was a good match overall
2: Yeah, and it was a, it was a great match. I mean, it was a really solid match, really hard hitting. And I think the thing that's so unfortunate is like as hard as each of them was working in the match, those. Fans, they are very loyal to Tommaso Ciampa, yeah. um, who was in the match, and they were very much chewing, ch- chewing him, cheering him, and um, just kind of pushing for him. And you see MSK like flipping all over the place, defying gravity, and the fans just didn't. Appreciate that. Right.
3: They were like and
2: It had nothing to do with MSK, um, Wesley and Nash Carter. It had everything to do with the fact that they love Champa. So I hope yeah. that the fans start to come around more on MSK. They were already on MSK's side before. So yeah, this was kind of yeah. like a weird, again, a weird crowd. Um, lots of confusion, all of the confusion in the crowd. Yeah. And do.
1: and the, the, when you get face versus face matches, sometimes this is what you get. You, you know, hopefully, you would want uh, good reactions for both teams, um, but. That that audience wasn't for it, and I don't know. I I'll probably get crap for saying this, but like I said, I didn't mind the Thunderdome era. I think it's way easier to tell a story when you can control the audience. I have been to yeah. several pay per views where I, uh, audiences have hijacked shows. I was I was in the audience when um they in Brooklyn when they was it Brooklyn when they um threw the ball and C- Cesaro went Each and like. Ball. The beach ball and and ripped it. Like I'm not really a a big fan of audiences hijacking shows, and we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later. So I mean, but other than that, th- this wasn't at, that bad. You know, they were just really Chompa is a megastar. He is a singles star who is in a tag team right now. Um, and Chompa is one of my favorite NXT wrestlers. So I, I get it. I just was like, you all see what's happening though?" Like, this is like such a great match. MSK is like doing crazy yeah. stuff with their bodies. And it's just it's just kind of kind of weird that it was just a very, very weird reaction.
2: Well, Man. that's that's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying out a catchphrase. Yeah,
0: I was like, "Is that a catchphrase?" <laughs> <laughs> it
2: sounded, it felt like one when it came to mind. So whatever you want. Yeah, but whatever that's wrestling. That's wrestling. Like we're not surprised that that happened, and you know, yeah. it's fine. It didn't like really affect much of it anything. Yeah.
0: that's wrestling. I yeah. guess this is kind of like a sidebar <laughs> question, but. Thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, maybe if you say it enough, it'll stick. Um, say it <laughs> at least ten more times. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what is um, I guess what makes NXT different than like Raw or SmackDown? A
2: few things, but in short, like it's—I would just say it's more of the developmental Mm. brand of wrestlers. So these are more of the up-and-coming wrestlers for the most part. There are some people who are more veteran wrestlers, and you could probably like champa has been wrestling for a very actually a lot of people who are on the show have been wrestling for a long time but it 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 started as more of a developmental thing now they kind of have like a mix of some people who are newer some who have a ton of experience um but i mean like the idea is that you're in nxt and then you're called up to the main roster to wwe Uh, raw or smackdown in some way um and it's also more of the wrestling Thought of as more of a wrestling product than the other shows. So that's where okay. we get high quality wrestling. And we get some stories, but um, they're known for that. Mari, what else would you say about yeah. NXT?
1: No, I, I agree. It's just um, 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 WWE is now trying to push NXT as like its third brand. Like they're yeah. really trying to hammer that home. Um, so as its third brand, like Matt said, it's just way more wrestling focused. It's just way more about the actual matches themselves. It's not too too much storyline, even though they do a, they do a pretty good job of building stories. But it's it's about what you do in the ring, really. And it's still a WWE, you know, it's still a WWE product. But it just if you got you guys watch the clips, you can definitely tell. I, I feel like you should be able to tell that it does have a different like. Kind of like an atmosphere, no. yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely a, it was a little scene. dirtier,
4: a little grungier, a little bit, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, is NXT supposed
4: to be like next? Is that what's supposed to be like? These are the next superstars I, or something? It's, it's so
1: yeah, Jason, the NXT has over. It, it, that's why it's hard to explain it because it it started as something completely different, mm. like over a decade ago. It it, it actually was like a a. A uh, uh, talk show style wrestling,
2: maybe a variety, variety show yeah. mm. where there were to, barrel the, races and stuff. Where they try oh. to pick a
1: winner, like they try to give. Like it was kind of like I don't know if you guys saw Tough Enough, um, but it was kind of like where they they wanted to try and pick an, a superstar, but they did it in weird ways. Like NXT ah. is just it's grown. It, it but it, it started out mainly as their developmental product, and it they would gotcha. just be there to help get them in shape to go to the main roster but mm. now now they have veterans from the Indies signing there just to wrestle there so it's it's kind it's mm. of
3: yeah. it's it really-
1: kinda like the G League in basketball like yeah. I'm a huge For- basketball
3: fan go. so right. like okay
0: right <laughs> yeah, those are all the current day players, Matt.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly, though. It's like the G League. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they want you to say that, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I don't think they'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got we we also got women's tag team title action yeah. where Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae are the champions and they um were defending against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Where do we start here? Um where shenanigans about because so it was a good match, match was going, and then you know the lights turn off, then we just see this battery up. Uh, power like on your iPhone pack and it goes from like 90% to 100% and all of a sudden the lights come up and Tegan Knox is standing there so then Candice LeRae gets distracted enough for Indy Hartwell to get like beat up and then um, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai win the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships then uh, Tegan Knox chases off Candice LeRae <laughs> um, did I include this clip uh, then Indy. It was on Twitter. Then Indy Hartwell is like carried away. Oh, um, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, carried away. uh, What's it Bodyguard style? Yeah. By Dexter Loomis. It was just a lot going on here. And I'm I'm a little confused. Could I just say please
2: Oh, we have not been talking about this storyline about the tag team, the way really like in season one, we didn't touch on, we maybe like brushed right past them. But I know this was like a really interesting group. Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, who we're seeing being carried, um, and um, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, who were not in this segment. But um Dexter Loomis for those who didn't know was like stalking the way and Austin Theory was traumatized Mm -hmm. Um, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae were scared and Indie Hartwell posted the thirstiest tweets about Dexter Loomis and Mm -hmm. wanting to be with him Mm -hmm. Um, it was like part Mm -hmm. of the storyline so the fact that she's being carried away good for you Indie Mm -hmm. good for you I'm happy for you you deserve that (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. One, one of the reasons we didn't really talk about it is because it didn't seem like it was really canon. You know what I'm saying? Like at first it just mm-hmm. kinda seemed like it like Indy and Loomis were just they were trading like stuff back and forth. And I remember at, at one of the specials, Dexter and Loomis drew a, a drawing of Indy. It was it's been very like kind of like low key, but then they've been playing it up a lot in the recent weeks with um Indy sneaking off to go and be with Dexter Loomis and So we finally are getting like a moment of them like legit on screen showing some affection. I don't know what Dexter Loomis' character is except for being like really creepy and he like draws things and he's He's a murderer. He's like a face. That's what it feels like. It feels like definitely
2: he's Dexter. He's Dexter. He's He's going down to like South Beach, Miami, if that's where that is, and (laughs) murdering people and then putting their bodies in bags and throwing them into the water. Exactly.
1: Don't be surprised
2: when it when it's front page news.
1: And the doctor from uh, Halloween. So it's just like it's it's a very weird gimmick, but I love it. I Indie Hartwell is so amazing. Like she is so freaking funny. Her comedic mm-hmm. timing is hilarious. Her and Candace LeRae have been really funny in the way. The way itself uh has been really funny. Um so it was this was pretty funny to see, but Yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans. This is another belt change. Um, uh, Asia, tell us what you think about this while I check how long, how many different champions they've had and how many days they've had it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I thought, so I will start by saying, like, even when I
0: was thinking back on my days like actually watching wrestling, I was like, I could only think of one female wrestler. And so I love that it's, it's almost like 50-50 with the amount of like female wrestlers we're getting to see. So that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So I did enjoy this match. I thought the gimmick with the lights, I was like, oh shoot, they lost power.
3: <laughs> I, wondered, <laughs> I
0: was like, has it, has it been raining there like it has been in Texas? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening? <laughs> and um, <laughs> but then that entrance, and um, so I thought, you know, what a way to enter a room. Like imagine you walk in a room every time that all the lights shut out, so people are looking, and then you enter. I was like, okay, that was a very grand entrance. Um, but I thought it was a really good match. Like <clears throat> the main, I mean, really, my main takeaways were the the entrance, uh, or was that one entrance? Um, yeah. And I didn't really take away too many of like the moves, but I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was a very a good match. Like great technically.
1: Yeah, and again, the match was much longer than the clip. <laughs> The clip mm-hmm. shows basically the end. Um yeah, uh Jason, what did you think?
4: Yeah, I thought it was kind of a a just a regular Match not too many huge tricks, and but then when Tegan Knox came in, it was is there a like a correlation between her and a battery? Like, what's that? What's that about?
3: Mm.
1: Well, okay, so the reason why this I I, I might sound confused and exasperated is because (sighs) Tegan Knox no, Tegan Knox has been injured, she's been injured for like over a year now. So when she came back, like, honestly, we'll talk about a little bit more later, but I I forgot that Candice LeRae was in in the match that she got injured on. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, everyone's like, what's going on? Um, But then, you know, they make it very clear. Now the commentators are like, oh, Candice put her career in jeopardy. You know, the battery was kind of just like, it's kind of in reference to, this was not the first time she's been gone over a year. This is probably like maybe the at least the second injury, maybe the third injury that's taken Tegan Knox out for multiple months. So yeah. the whole like it's kind of like charging up. It's kind like, of she, like she's a hundred percent now, like she's now a hundred percent to come back to the ring. That's how that's how I took it. Um,
4: I don't remember why I wrote this, but I wrote down <laughs> quotation marks. I said shiniest wizard. Someone said yes. that at some point. Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, the shiny wizard. It's a move, it's a move, it's, a, it's, a move. it's mm. like a kick. Move and she, when she was on the indie, she was called the girl with the shiniest wizard because her kick looked very devastating, very hard hitting. Um, I we're gonna talk a little bit more about Tegan Knox a little bit later, uh, but she has not been able to do the things that she's done because again this is her second knee injury i think it was that yeah. has put her out for over a year so if you saw she had a brace on one leg but she's torn like her achilles meniscus whatever and basically both of her knees so she's really lost a, a step to me but this is her first this is we're just seeing her back in a- action now, um, but she was really good on the in- indies. She had the hardest kicks; like she was known for her kicks and how she executes her kicks. So, we'll see how that goes with you know recovering from an injury.
4: Right. She came in and beat ass when she came in that ring.
3: Yes, I she saying. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: She did, and I—I
2: I mean, I guess the thing I wonder, and maybe this is this is getting ahead a little bit. Just, I'm not going to talk about SmackDown, but yeah. like, is she known for her personality in any way? Okay, just,
1: <laughs> okay.
2: didn't think so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Yep. So, and, but what? So, and we're burying the lead in there because the titles changed hands to Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, who have only been a tag team for two weeks maybe three weeks and then this is the fourth like uh, this is the third title change but fourth uh tag team champions and the belts have only been around since march i Mm -hmm. i just looked it up the Mm -hmm. belts have been around for four months exactly to the day so the first champions were given the belts they were immediately beaten that night for the belts (laughs) so yeah Mm -hmm. And we talked about that in, in our last uh, season. And then those champions were beat. Uh, it, it looks like they were, um, they were champs. Uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart were champions for 55 days before they oh. were beaten by The Way, mm. who's Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. And then they were champions for 63 days before EO and Zoe won. But it just doesn't it doesn't feel like, uh, as I'm looking at the numbers, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit longer than I thought. But it honestly mm-hmm. Feels like they've just been like every title defense has been lost almost. Um, Asia, what did you think of, of of the clips?
0: Yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought that. Well, that I'm still sitting on that last fact that you said it's yeah. only been around
1: since March. Like that's yeah, like wild. Four months ago, it was introduced on um, March uh, 10th. That yeah. is okay. That's
0: that's actually really wild. So is it just that? Like, okay, is not there? There aren't weight classes, right? Like, so, like, what is it that's making it so hard to retain that belt? Is it just the, are these tag teams like not as established? Like, they do, are there no, like, the way? Are they just, I mean, aren't they a solid tag team? They're a solid tag team. And that's right.
1: Yeah. These are some really good questions. Okay. Yeah. We, we
2: wonder. Yeah, but, I mean they're all solid. Like, there's not. I mean, the only answer to that question is just. I don't know. I
1: don't. Know. Yeah, it's time. No. Yeah, because no I, I, I'm pretty sure I spoke about it, um, on our initial when this first happened. Because I don't think that NXT women, the NXT women, need a women's tag team belt. They did. They yeah. just don't have enough. They just don't have enough. They don't have enough genuine tag teams, like you just asked, Asia. And they they don't have enough women to throw together to make to make to meet personally. So I just
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one thing I would say, sorry, not to cut you off, but like the one positive or the one thing I could see here that just came to mind is that maybe they're like trying to build some people's resumes so that like when they're on the main roster, when they're doing anything, it's like, well, I was an NXT women's tag team champion because they they only Mm. had that one. They only had the one women's championship, which they're a lot more careful with who holds that.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, and that's for me why I don't think they should have won the the tag, tag champ, the tag belts because, or I'm sorry, they shouldn't have made the NXT women's tag belts because what you guys will see in the SmackDown clips, the, uh, there's a main roster women's tag team. Belts. And what used to happen was the main roster, when we say main roster, we mean SmackDown and Raw. Those belts can float. Like if you're, if you're the tag, if you're the women's tag team champions, you can go on, on Raw, you can go on SmackDown. You used to be able to go on NXT and defend the belt. And that's what I think they should have done. They they should have just because technically, Raw and SmackDown aren't really using those belts like that. You know, they weren't. So if they really wanted the NXT, some NXT women to have that belt or to at least put it on a resume or something like that, they should just have them hold it for a little bit and then you know defend on the other brands. But. I just don't see there's not enough there's just not enough women and there's not enough real tag team women's tag teams especially with WWE cutting a lot of the real women's tag teams or breaking them up for no reason Um and so with NXT itself it just doesn't it just doesn't make much sense to me I really would have wished that they just did like a women's secondary title like a women's intercontinental yeah. championship or something yeah. like that I think that would have been way cooler to see but I mean, at this point, it's just kind of like it, it's just a lot happening, and I'm just like, okay, I guess. So Eo, EO and Zoe Stark are, are the new champions, and we'll see where they go go from here.
0: Um, yeah, and can we not bury the lead that Zoe Stark is, like, so built? Like,
1: yeah.
0: just <laughs> 0% body fat. Yeah. Like, she has biceps for days, an actual six-pack. Just
1: Exactly wild amazing yeah right and and, but again it's still kind of weird because even after the match they kind of like pointed out they're like oh you guys uh aren't aren't even really a tag team i'm like why are we like making this even (laughs) i don't i don't like that i'm not i've never been a fan of when like makeshift tag teams take the belts um Mm -hmm. personally
2: just make them wear the same color that's all I want.
1: <laughs> to the close
2: the match and I could I could buy anyone as a
1: pretend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. That's like the bare minimum <laughs> you could do. Seriously, though. Uh, any last thoughts on this?
2: On this. Yeah.
1: All right. Um so we got the million dollar title match here uh with Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. So if you're gonna have a, a ridiculous belt, this is the type of ridiculousness I, mm. I kind of like. Um, the million-dollar championship belt—it's it, not—it's—it's it's barely a real title, but I like that they're treating it like it is. I love that it's a part—it's a gimmick title. It's like a title for somebody's gimmick. It's kind of like um, in in comparison, like, the King stuff that that you guys saw on the the, the SmackDown clips, like, when you become King, mm. that's now your new gimmick, and that's kind of what this million dollar belt is like. It's like, when you're holding mm-hmm. that million dollar belt, now you gotta play a rich butthole, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, they, yeah, right. LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, initially fought for it, LA Knight won, Uh, LA Knight then attacked Ted DiBiase, the original uh, creator of the Million Dollar uh, title. Cameron Grimes wants to defend his honor and he wanted to take the belt off of LA Knight because LA Knight didn't deserve it but then we got the stipulation that if Cameron Grimes loses he will have to be LA Knight Butler. They told us this before the match last mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. so I, I was on this podcast saying okay so LA Knight's gonna win because yeah. normally if you have a stipulation where it only occurs to one person, like if you know, if only one person is affected by it, that person's gonna lose and that's gonna be that's mm. what's gonna happen. Uh but other than that, it was not too bad of a match. Uh uh Asia, what did you think of this one?
0: Why did LA Knight hide the belt under the ring? Like what was his goal?
4: Good question. <laughs>
1: I can remind me. Did he he hit him with it? Right? Did he hit him with it before he hit it? I,
4: he slammed him onto it. I think it was just sitting yeah. on the floor, and he like biased yeah. hand him into it. And then he, and then he it tucked in. it
1: under the ring. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, did, it's a foreign object. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he did like a uh, DDT, and if you're watching on
1: yeah, YouTube, yeah. here it uh, is.
2: But uh, oh yeah, so he like would him headfirst into the championship, and he didn't want the ref to see, so he did, just kind yeah. of like. Brushed it aside. If if the ref
1: sees it, he would get disqualified. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's technically a foreign object. You're not allowed to use. Titles. This is a straight one-on-one match, so no stipulations, So you're not allowed to. You're technically not allowed to use stuff. So that's why he.
4: Mm. Did
1: that. mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it'd be
4: okay. I feel like I, I, you don't disqualify that that type of stuff.
1: Mm. <laughs> Didn't you say you wanted the refs to enforce the rules, Jason? No,
4: yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just. I just want there to be a borderline. Of, are we the, for a slip, following the rules or not? That's all I want. <laughs> okay. I want to mm. I'm
1: will okay not matter.
4: Don't pick and like, choose. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
2: So a stickler for the rules, Jason. Come on. Yeah,
4: I am. Uh, I feel like one of them gave uh, the other one a noogie in the middle of in the middle of the fight. Like he was like, Probably. messing with his forehead. I was like, is that an actual move or is that like he's just messing with him?
1: Right. So I, the biggest takeaway from this match is Cameron Grimes is gonna be L.A. Knight's butler. So we got to wait till next NXT to see that. And I'm I'm excited. I love those really weird, goofy gimmicks. So I mean. I'd love for yeah. that to flow
4: into other professional sports. Like, uh, you know, if, in the NBA, if we win the title, like, yeah. you to serve us food or something, like, outside, yeah. uh, like. Yes. Like,
1: and then, we we have is it please. To the other
4: team. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, not anything. Yeah.
2: I just don't know why you'd want someone you don't that you're feuding with to be your butler. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> That's my the biggest. Feel,
2: it's the feeling
0: here. of power over this power over them Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but like what are they gonna do? Like
2: if we look at an Eva Marie Dewdrop situation, that's a great example where your that intern is, yeah. is just not in I mean, Dewdrop is doing a pretty good job. She's semi willing to be Eva Marie's protege slash summer intern. But here I, I just like you don't know what's gonna end up in your coffee if he's your butler. You don't know I'm when if he's you. gonna try to poison you like yeah. this is um like this is the movie Clue or something like that. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm a little nervous for L.A.
4: I guess yeah, a scene so, where he comes out with like a serving tray. He takes like a pitcher off the tray and like hits him over the head with it or something. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like that's a scene coming up in one of those future shows. I,
2: I, I think so. I think you might be on the writing team. Yeah, James, yeah he's kind of writes some stuff. A little bit. Yeah, or maybe, <laughs> or maybe
1: he'll sit in a chair and make Cameron Grimes like go doggy style and put his legs up on it. Like it, you know, it's just gonna be some some oh, ridiculous style. stuff. <laughs> Warned are on, on all fours. All There fours. we go. There we go. <laughs> there
4: we go. It's not a type of podcast, Mari. It's it's like podcast.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on to the next. <laughs> Finally we had Adam Cole versus Kylo Riley. And again, this is just your straight one on one death match. Like we like I said one on one death match. You know what I'm saying? Blood feud. Yeah. Um, they just really hated each other. This this time it was no stipulation. Right? It was just it was no stipulation, man. I, I know I'm not making that up. Okay, great. It was no you stipulation. Yeah, they just hate each other. And um Adam Cole wins. So uh and they big this up as uh Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly two, which means Kyle O'Reilly won the first one. Adam one's the second one, which means we've got to get a rubber match uh, at some point. So I mean, it's a feud. It's a feud. It's not the feud for me, you know. But great work from the the wrestlers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that Adam's hair,
0: I couldn't get with it. It was so long and stringy. I mm-hmm. was like, you got to go for a bun or something because. All the dogs are going crazy, but yes, Adam was, I, I couldn't get—I couldn't get past that look because what? It, yes, it's like it's different when you have like a thick head of hair and it's like wet. Okay, that's a look, but this is like straight up mullet, right?
1: Well, see, this is what they do for like all the the men with the long hair. It's not just water; they put like conditioner in it too to make mm-hmm. it look like that. Like they want that look, baby that oil. Look. Let's so that's the desired it. outcome. That is. <laughs> See, that's even
0: more
4: troubling. It is it's very, very cool, easy. No. If I couldn't headlock, it's like my chest would be groozy after that. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. yeah that's exactly off. What happens? Yeah. 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 If, you know, um, all the listeners out there, check out the New Day bo- podcast. The New Day talk about whenever they face the Usos, and the Usos will have the conditioner in the hair, and they talk about how it's <laughs> it's slippery trying to crowd mm. them. That's exactly what it is. That's that's the desired outcome there. That's Jesus, I'm just
2: laughing at the the visual of you grabbing Adam Cole in a headlock. No, like, oh I'm my god! <laughs> I'm,
4: I'm so distracted <laughs> the by like this chest. grossness on my chest. And I'm just like yes. he comes and, like knocks me in the face. And I'm just so disgusted yeah uh, uh, but you guys talk about these guys that are blood feud like they were really hitting some low blows on like on each other i was like oh my yeah. god It's like a stupid wife i was like oh my gosh I feel, like I, I feel like i would be like not this isn't wb anymore i'm gonna really beat your ass now <laughs> like, yeah yeah yes
1: they were they were working very snug very very snug um Landing some 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 real punches, it seemed like there. So they again they've been best friends or at least friends for years on the Indies, mm-hmm. like long, 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 long time. They've been in NXT together for the past four years. Um, they just turned on each other earlier this year. So that's why it's uh, it's a blood feud because you know, if we were the best friends, now we're enemies type type deal. Um mm-hmm. there. So
0: there was even a point in the match that was so dirty where he—I can't remember who was going after who—but they were going after the left knee. Like he was hitting his left knee against the corner of the ring yeah. mm-hmm. because yeah. his left knee was hurt. Yeah, was like oh, that's dirty. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I was questioning whether or not—I um, forgot who, which one it was. He was like holding his arm. I'm like, did he really hurt himself? Like, because he seemed like he was really favoring that arm.
1: Yeah, they did, and again, they just do a really good job selling in these matches and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you're ever wondering if if something's like real real uh the ref after uh um after somebody takes some damage the ref checks in on them and if it's real the uh the ref will throw up an x and more than likely if it's real they won't be on camera so mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. like the camera people will try and stay away from them when they get checked out
2: and you'll probably see the match, like, I mean, depending on what the injury is, right? You'll probably see the match, like, rush to an end or rush, yeah. rush to the finish, right? Yeah. So they're just really good. It, like, this yeah, is that's the, the mm-hmm. art of wrestling.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. This is wrestling,
2: right, Matt? The, oh, is that my... I feel like it's something...
1: That's wrestling.
2: That's yeah. wrestling.
3: <laughs>
2: but I, I'm, I'm not going to say that phrase after this week. I'm just writing that down so I don't.
4: <laughs> I think you guys
2: should change the name of the podcast for that. That's, that's oh, wrestling.
3: That's
1: wrestling. Let's not do that.
2: Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly. That not St. Me. Pierre. Update yeah. the, update the <laughs> title. <laughs>
1: So and again, we got some good, uh, some good like just like promo stuff here. Um, after these match, well, not after these matches, but next thing I want to talk about is Samo- Samoa Joe was named a special guest referee in the NXT title clash between Do- Johnny Gargano and Karian Cross. So this was just a, a promo, like the the two people did promos. William Regal, the um, ger- the general manager, uh, announced the match, and then you know they just kind of threw barbs at each other. I just want to get um, Matt. What did you think about this first and foremost? put right, my yeah. Well, there's
2: a there's a lot that came up, so I thought that it was interesting that I mean, and I guess this isn't strange, but like with Terry and Cross, um, who's the ch- NXT champion? Like we didn't see him out with Scarlett, um, who I feel like is the more entertaining part of their duo. Scarlett's his his ballet or manager and his wife. Um, yeah, and wife. So I was thinking to myself as as I was watching this that like it would be cool to see like Candice Lerae with John, Johnny Gargano and then Scarlett mm-hmm. with Karrion Cross. But like for what it was, I mean, this was a promo. You know, there was like it was very straightforward. Like Gargano saying. You're not a great wrestler. I'm going to expose you. And then um Cross is like, "You're wearing your wife's pants." And I'm like, "Those pants look really comfortable." Um <laughs> and so that was like my thought there. I did kind of feel like carrying Cross is a little bit awkward. Like I, I he mentions at one point that every morning when he wakes up, he next to his wife, he thinks about three things Mm. never losing the nxt championship which it's like okay you could probably let that go at some point move on to other things main eventing at wrestlemania good great goal um and then one one day becoming wwe champion no one in the ring seemed to believe that any of that was going to (laughs) happen i personally do not so that's how i felt about that it was just not it was just kind of like who I don't think we needed this promo, but it did set up the match that we're going to get with some, um, Samojo's, the guest referee, and then Johnny Gargano, um, taking on Karrion Cross. So Uh this was, yeah, but oh man, I want Karrion Cross to get better before he gets called up to the main roster, which apparently will happen
4: sometime pretty soon, if I had to guess. Jason? Um, I like the Johnny Gargano guy. He was, he was fun. He was a good, uh, I guess you would call him a yeah. heel, I guess. Um, there was talk of hitting him with a car and he's like, no, you got in the way of my car. I was like, that's a little weird, but okay. Um, yeah, it was, um, like you said, Matt, the, the cross guy seems more like a, like a regular, just kind of straight guy. And Gargano was like playing off of him, but I thought it was fun. Just, uh, well, so when you have a guest referee, like, what are the, what are the differences there? Like, Is he do less or more than a regular referee? Like,
1: (laughs) assuming the referee does anything.
2: Yeah, I guess it it depends because, like, it depends
1: on what the story calls for. Exactly.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you might get, like, it, it just. In theory, like if I if there was a wrestling match between Mari and RHAP's one and only Chappelle, and I was guest referee,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> my would super
2: kick Chappelle and <laughs> help Mari win. But yeah. Samoa Joe really is like very impartial he like he's sticking to the rules he is like William Regal's heavy in all this so I kind of see him just calling things down the middle and if shenanigans go off like if people are breaking the rules then Joe will handle it but it does depend on who the referee is and then like yeah as Mari said what the storyline calls for
1: exactly I could honestly see Samoa Joe has shown a little bit of like like not in an overt way but it, it doesn't seem like he's particularly fond of carrying Cross. So, um, if mm-hmm. I was booking this, my thought process would kind of be like if Karrion Cross gets the pin on Johnny Gargano, like Samoa Joe counts the three but is kind of reluctantly counting the three, not oh, purposely. So. Yes. Yeah. Not purposely. Yeah. Like I'm purposely doing it, but kind of just one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I can see that. But I. But I agree with what Matt said. Right now, Samoa Joe is playing the perfect like middleman. He's like the enforcer for William Regal. So, um it could just be a straight match. I hope Samoa Joe puts somebody to sleep during this match. I don't care who, but. Mm-hmm. Normally, the special guest referee is is really supposed to not really do anything, but they normally do stuff.
3: Who is yeah, the English that's gentleman?
1: That's William Regal. That's he's the GM of of NXT. He makes all the matches. Oh, okay, yeah, and so he was kind of getting frustrated because nobody was like really listening to him. Um, like, well, the, well, people would listen to him, but they would like there was all these brawls that would just keep happening. Like they're uh, brawling outside of the ring and stuff. So. William Regal asked Samoa Joe to come on and, you know, help him, basically his enforcer to help, you know, that's why when Johnny left and Cross was trying to beat him up right then and there, Samoa Joe stepped in the way because it's like, just wait till your match, you know, chill.
4: I, I ain't Cross Samoa Joe, I'll tell you that much right
1: now. I'm telling you. Right. Uh, Asia, what did you think?
0: So, I thought um, Johnny is like half of carrying Cro- um Cross's yeah size, yes, size. Mm-hmm. and so brings me to my point again like where's the weight class like that's dangerous <laughs> like he he can, he can really hurt him and I just see like the strength that Carrion would have over him like it could just get ugly but hey maybe is Gargano like is he really crafty yeah, yeah. he's a okay. really good
1: technical wrestler Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what Carrion was referring to when he's like you, you think you're gonna put me into all these holds yeah but in real life, guys like me beat guys like you type of mm. joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that'll be interesting because, yeah, the the very different approaches they would probably have.
1: Yeah, and and Johnny Gargano is technically the face in this match. Um,
2: he has the heel tendencies still. The pointer.
1: Yeah, he has, yeah. He's a pointer. Mm-hmm.
2: As a side note, I don't actually think that Karrion Cross tried to run Johnny Gargano over in that clip we were talking about yeah, last week last I think week, yeah. it was weird because like the title of the clip on YouTube was like Karrion Cross tries to run over Johnny Gargano but like he just got in his car and drove off past mm, Yeah, Gar- Johnny Gargano <laughs> yeah. so this whole thing is strange to me I just need yeah. someone to tell me what's actually the truth
1: exactly and, I, and i'm still like at least to me carrying Cross is a bad guy and I, as i said i was like wait is he supposed to be the good guy he, i don't like him he's so supposed to be the
2: bad guy yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah
1: yeah okay great because oh I we'll hope. see um and just finally don't even really have to talk much about this they they introduced the uh breakout stars for the nxt tournament um the wrestlers who will be competing in the 2021 NXT breakout tournament. Um, the last time NXT had a breakout tournament is in 2019. And a lot of those people are currently like champions or, or, or still in NXT doing really good things. So this should be a good little tournament to introduce these people to us because unlike the last breakout tournament, the last breakout tournament, I knew like half of the people this one, I don't know nobody. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know None of these people, Mm -hmm. which is kind of surprising, because they normally have like a lot of like indie wrestlers. But then again, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I know all the indie promotions or anything like that. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm not really familiar with some of these people. I tried to like Google some of them, um, but I didn't. Yeah, I I tried, but I didn't get much. I, I think Carmelo Hayes. Right. I think Carmelo Hayes in the the. Dude, the second dude, he's I think homegrown with WWE, but I'm not sure. So, anyways, nothing to report here on that until we actually see the tournament.
4: Yeah, my thought on this was like this is like a character select screen from like a Street Fighter or a Tekken. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, we went through all the people, like the little stats, of like, oh, I'll pick this guy.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, my money would be on the six five four hundred and five pound guy. <laughs> like yeah. that, right? Like those stats, what?
2: Odyssey (laughs) Jones and they said that he's possibly the quickest which I'm like I have a hard time believing that but I would love to see it
1: yeah exactly I want to see it
2: yeah I didn't know I mean I've heard of Joe Gacy uh, just I think from passing because of the indies probably Mm -hmm. but other than that I was just like I watched this clip so many times because I was like, who like who who am I looking out for? And um there's this guy all the way in the back, Josh Briggs, who's 6'8, 290 from Nothing, Arizona, which I don't know if that's a real place, but <laughs> he looked very uncomfortable. And I just yes. I I love it. I love a good awkward moment. So I wanna see what he is up to. And then Jason, I think you were referencing um Ikimenjiro, who's yeah, five nine, one ninety five from Tokyo yeah, in the cool. mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we I would hope that we'll see him around for a while. How the nerve to wear a suit like that. Like, he looks like a lava lamp. Um, and I love it.
0: And <laughs> yeah, he has I'm great hair. And it's Cosmo vibes. Yeah.
2: Solar
4: system or something.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Ooh. look at that. Yeah, he's the Neil deGrasse Tyson of, of at WWE NXT. Or he might be. Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Uh that's it for our nxt clips um again they can be found in the description boxes uh we'll be right back with aew with lucky land
5: slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
4: dearly beloved we are gathered here today
5: to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, so on to our second wrestling special of the week. AEW pre- presented Road Rager. Which they presented right before I think Fighter Fest is definitely next week so I, I don't know. Um, I guess all of the episodes are special. If all of the episodes are special then none of them. Are. They, anyway.
2: did, they <laughs> did something like as a side note they did something like this either last year or the year before where it was like literally a year ago. It was this time of like July where they had like three things within a few weeks of each other. So yeah. I don't know what that's about. but. yeah.
1: I think it was like more to comm- commemorate that they're back on the road like yeah. this is the yeah they're they're out of their they weren't ha- they didn't have a thunderdome they had like just a small arena really and so now they're back on the road i think they're in M- miami florida in this one um uh was it miami something like that um but i think it was just more to comm- commemorate that uh, uh and it just kind of makes me think of like wasn't tna doing that thing where they were doing like they had p- pay-per-views like once a week at one point then then like one year they did something like that but anyways Road ranger was pretty good i mean it was really good it's aw there wasn't really um too many things that i was like really guys uh so let's just get into it the first thing we're going to talk about is <laughs> the match with the young the young bucks with Brandon Color versus uh uh you know Brandon Color is on the outside, uh, Penta Penta and Eddie Kingston, um, that was no uh, that was a shit show, y'all. I was confused. I was like, wait a minute, like what? It, I had to remind myself that it, that it was a a street fight because yeah, it was a street fight because at first I w- I was just like, what is happening? There's just so much stuff going on and. Oh, um, and are those common street fights?
0: Or they do like one on occasion? I don't
3: I don't mean it enough, exactly.
2: I okay,
0: because it was wild. What is it? Yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah. like what? Yeah, street fight, street fight. It's same as like a hardcore match or no, like, literally, there's a type of match that. Has like five different names, and it's either yes. a hardcore match, a street fight, no, no disqualification DQ. match, uh-huh. probably no holds barred, yes. um, like, probably two, like
1: unsanctioned a, matches, unsanctioned matches. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, it's all the same.
1: It's all the same. Uh, um, the first couple
4: guys showed us, I was like, What, what happened before this? Because there was just like a whole bunch of stuff in the ring, like streamers, and like, I was like, What happened before this? that was literally their entrance (laughs) like the Young Bucks
2: having the streamer shot off also like during this match it was mentioned a few times that the Young Bucks who definitely were like going for they were mocking Eddie Kingston but it was like they were going for like a quote unquote street vibe and like Eddie Kingston, I don't know. They just kept pointing out how they were from Rancho Cucamongo, which the only other person I can think of from Rancho Cucamongo, um, at least off the top of my head, is Becky Buckwild from Flavor of yes. Love. And yes. that's exactly the vibe that they were putting out there. So yes. shout out to Becky. You can come Very, on the podcast too with Coral.
1: Very Unfortunate <laughs> antics that I, I personally yes. don't relate to, but um, no. The, the match itself was just Thankfully. interesting I, I, at one point it was like wait, co- wait no 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 that's later on it was like so many people just interfering I didn't I, I'm i looking at yeah. the names and I don't even nope. I don't even know who no Brandon there was like Cutler a moment so
2: because there yeah so Brandon Cutler is oh, yeah, the Cass, guy who yeah. had he had like the spray bottles and he okay. spray yeah. I was like, yeah. what is that yeah. I was like yeah. <laughs> So and mad. then, um, what's it? Kazarian, Kazarian. ran like a in Kazarian. and was like ran off with, um, Anderson and Gallows or like a, the club, whatever their yeah, deal the is. Yeah. And so, the, the good brothers. There were just a lot, the Good Brothers, the Good Brothers. There were yeah, a lot of people brothers. who kind of just—I mean, honestly, I was like, okay, noted that they were there, and
3: then I'm like, it was
1: so <laughs> yeah, irrelevant, too. it was yeah. so weird, and yeah. and I was I was so confused at the guy that's spray painting, and then so and then Kaz was had his face covered, and then he he was, yeah. he put him into the but the commentary was like, oh, that's Frankie Kazarian, I'm like, is it, and I then. And then Kaz did yeah. the reveal with the hoodie. And that's when the audience was like, yes. I was like, wait, so was that supposed to be a surprise? Did they call that too early? I think they call. I think the announcers messed up and called it too early. Because mm. you, we still couldn't tell who it was. And, and I just assumed they knew who it was and it was supposed to be assumed. But then when he did his reveal, it was like, oh, it was a reveal. So it, we should have known before he did the reveal. Mm. Was it was all over the place. It was, uh, it
2: was. Yeah. <laughs> like AEW a- a- does love to just like throw in everybody. It just like yeah. th- they're just throwing literally like throwing the kitchen sink at, at us. So,
3: yeah.
4: And then ooh. the thumbtacks came out and I was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: That was a that was wild actually. Like the yeah. whole sequence with the th- that was for me where I was like, ooh what is about to happen so i think it was Mm -hmm. eddie kingston who poured out the thumbtacks but he was the one who didn't end up like i use it
4: against him so like that yeah yeah, so he
2: did end up dealing with the thumbtacks in his own way but like just to recap it because i was like i need to play up play by play on these (laughs) thumbtacks nick Jackson. So poured out Nick Jackson, who's one of the Young Bucks, did okay. a springboard like Hurricane Rana or Frankenstein or like a like head scissors down to, uh, I think, L0. Uh, it was yeah. madness. It was yeah, madness it was. and chaos and all of it. But like, why did he have to have thumbtacks put in his mouth?
0: Right. Wow.
2: This this is, like, literally, the angle, the camera angle didn't show it, but he had thumbtacks placed in his mouth. What's the magic trick behind this
4: because I gotta assume I like
1: don't know if so awesome. we, this, this is, uh, is me like and, real real me and my husband was talking about this because like they kept they took thumbtacks they threw kept throwing it in people's faces, which was kind of cool. that was the first time I think yeah. I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that too many times, no. but then they did do the the drop on and got the drop onto the thumbtacks, and then that's how they counted them, and then but if you know, I don't think they they weren't real thumbtacks. Like, they weren't the, they're, they're metal thumbtacks. Well, yeah, but, they, you know, they're not like...
4: <laughs> well, they did a close-up on them, and I was like, they are not I was like, those look because they a close-up Honestly, on Honestly, I will yeah. just...
2: Look, I don't... Okay, so they do thumbtacks in a lot of different ways in wrestling, I think. Right. The one way that I've heard about is like, they'll basically like, chop down the Thumbtacks, so they're not as, as sharp still like yeah, so they don't have the point, so like if you, you land in it, it will still be on you slash in your exactly. skin, but I don't
1: think these weren't like, hold that's, on, that's what I was trying to say because like I think these were the thumbtacks that are made out of like like hollow like aluminum, or something like that, so when you land on them, they kind of fold so that it's mm. not like they don't stay pointy and sharp and stuff like that so they're able okay, to like right. do all that stuff on them they weren't in there if you look at the, the yeah. picture when they came up the thumbtacks were not in their Weeding nobody
4: body. was bleeding or anything nobody like, was it was bleeding. in yeah. his mouth
2: like you a can't old just old put time. things in someone's mouth in like, a restaurant. especially
1: during that. a pandemic
3: thank you <laughs> yes we're in in people. but
1: I'm uh, we're talking about how they la- how they landed on them because this was not yeah. Randy Orton thumbtacks bleeding. Like, look
2: at those thumbtacks in his mouth. And there's a point all of them right
4: there. I can see it.
2: They're are in they there.
1: though? Because they they look like they're in his hand.
2: Look, they were getting in the mouth, Mari. You have to sell yeah. for these wrestlers.
1: Mm. Mm. I don't know. It, it was fine okay. though. <laughs> like, I know. Like I was like, the, "Well, I know they are, I,
4: are," but it's like yeah. how, like, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. But
3: it was
2: on. creative. It was really creative. And um, I have yeah. questions. I have questions about. We all
1: exactly have questions.
2: Did it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are your questions? <laughs> right. I, don't,
2: I mean, they're all the same.
0: Multitude. Oh. <laughs> um. So I. It was funny that I was like, I specifically noticed the ref in this match because I was like, oh, he's really into it. Like he was laid out on the ground, looking at the specifics, even though it was a street fight. It seemed yeah. like anything was fair game. <laughs> yeah. But then was it Nick Jackson landed on the ref yeah. and then when they finally needed a ref a ref came out of nowhere like oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. we have a ref and they jump in the ring like, um, I was just like yeah exactly you should have came in right when he went out um, I, so I just thought the whole thing was wild and then just the thumbtacks just completely just threw me off and I yes I've had all the same questions where was the point yeah. what are they made out of why are we mm-hmm. picking things up and putting them in th- people's mouths um, yeah. and then even when people when when they landed on the thumbtacks and they got up and they're just like you know, ow! I would they're expect if they intimate. were real thumbtacks, they would be in their bag.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, good for them for trying to sell the thumbtacks, but I'm like, dog, yeah. there's no thumbtacks on you. I can see. I'm looking at it. So
4: can we right. can we go back to the spray painter? Is he a previous character? Is uh, is there a gimmick there what is that Jason, about
1: to be quite honest we you know uh, I, I watch fw I, but i I I, I, is, I I don't
4: know i i've
2: said like I've, he's done it before and it's the thing where he like sprays the wrong people in the face um and so that's like one thing that i would just say which is that look he goes with the flow. He likes to. I don't know why he tries to spray people because it's like it's not even effective. It's not even close.
1: I have I lots know, of issues with this. I I do kind of want to know what he's spraying because it, they have to rig that for you to be able to see that spray so clearly on the camera. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like it's, um, again, a little a technical aspect there. I just I kind of like. Well, what is he spraying for it to get that like really nice resolution on the camera? You know? Yeah. Um, but we you know we're not he ever, here to talk about the mechanics. Like, he could never
2: <laughs> stop spraying it either. It's just very it's it's questionable.
4: Yeah. yeah. No, this so, is good. So, Questions for the producers.
1: Right, yes. exactly. We'll so bring that's, them we on. Get, we get a South Beach strap match, uh, Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. And this is like a like a legit strap match, like you're strapped together. You have to the goal is you have to hit four, all four turnbuckles in order mm-hmm. to win. It's no it's no pins, no nothing like that, which is like kudos to AW for going back to like the roots of these actual type of matches, uh strap matches, because sometimes strap matches can just be um you guys are tied together by a strap and then we're gonna beat each other. Like Yeah. Yeah. So this was this is this was a good um thought process here. Uh QT Marshall doesn't really do much for me. Um Cody Rhodes is I, I appreciate that he seems to be kind of like the mid-card the mid-card star maker. He tries to get as many people over even when he's like beating them. Uh, a lot of people call him like they say he borderlines on Triple H. Uh, but I I, I, I liked it. No. Yeah, he that's borderlines on like power trip, triple H. Yeah. No,
2: and that's the that's the thing that's ridiculous about that because I I also see a triple H comparison because it's so Obvious, except I feel like the difference is that Cody is taking on these like he's not taking on and beating main eventers in any way. He's taking on these people right. who were like Q T Marshall, what like, yeah, <laughs> right. um, you know, and so. I I think it's good that he's able to have these matches that are pay per view, maybe even main event quality, or at least like, you know, going that direction when these people like QT Marshall and, um, like even in his last, his last, um, AWW double or nothing match, like taking on these people who need to be Mm -hmm. built up is probably a good thing and I like yeah. that he has a role that doesn't involve the main event because there's all there are there are enough there's stars so in the yeah. main event and he's still a big deal but he's like pulling people up there with him which I think is awesome and Cody Rhodes is such an incredible talent in the ring like the fact that he I mean could even like take all of that punishment um, and all of that stuff I think is just so so powerful um and wow they
4: use the strap they use the strap yeah. a lot in this match. If you came from a certain type of childhood, this match was very triggering. For him. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my. Like Every time you hit with that strap, I was like, oh yeah they should have,
2: I, yeah. It, it's hard it's tough too because like my strategy if i was in this match going back to my childhood would be to like run just run out of there get out
4: there. i would have hit the but, straps before the before the match that's what i would, that, was, that was my strategy back
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't understand how they were going so slow like tapping each corner it was like, right, you know, yeah. you have to tap all four to win. Like right, why right. are you
1: slowly?
4: Listen, Andrew, <laughs> you see all that work there? They, they were putting in? they were tired. I'd, I'd be walking too. True, I was true.
1: Yes. That, but I also, the strap was quite long. It was like, I yeah. didn't like that. It was, I was yeah. like, they could easily, I mean, this is not. That strap was way long enough for your opponent to not even have to be down for you to just run around and hit those turnbuckles. But again, you know, the magic of storytelling, especially the last time QT Marshall tried to do his... Marsh- Marshall.
2: It's a weird pronunciation to his name. Really? Marshall.
1: Well, sure. The last time he tried to go QT to that last, that last turnbuckle, he literally was doing it to himself. He had the strap like... <laughs> Clustered in his hand, yeah. and he Cody was like this. I'm like, if he literally just let go of the rest of that strap, yeah. He
3: yeah.
1: I was like, man, yeah, like it. but it was funny. It was fine. Anthony, Is that a natural blonde on Cody? Said, Anthony, no, Mm-mm. okay, no, nope. he, 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 he dyes it like that in honor of his uh father, Dusty Rhodes.
2: Mm. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to have his hair dyed like that.
1: I I've, yeah. I got
2: I've gotten used to it at this point
4: but I like
3: it. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: It's a look. Do. It's more of a highlighter <laughs> uh tip uh feel to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. A little spotty, but <laughs> I like it. I, I like I like the blonde on him. It gives him a little bit of edge. Well, I thought it was
4: rather mm-hmm. inventive how they were using the strap. like the QT Marshall had like Cody like tied up in it and had him on top yeah. of the like, Yeah, point. that was
3: that was scary. Yeah, that was really I was like, what are yeah. you gonna
1: do? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very inventive. I, I love I love gimmick matches, especially like old school gimmick matches, as it, that's not just a street fight or a no DQ. Um, so this was really good. I, I, I liked it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um next we had the just a debut, a regular match, a debut of Andrade El Idolo versus Matt Seidel. Not much to really talk about here, just andrade got the win um as he should for a little background you guys andrade um is charlotte flair's fiance oh and he yeah and he was in the wwe earlier this year he was just in the wwe um in march i think he he got let go in april
2: well no 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 he got let go a month ago really he was there in may Oh wait, you're thinking of Andrade. I'm thinking of Andrade. Um, like, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah.
1: No, not that one yet. We're not Let me yet. tell
2: you. Well, wait, wait, wait. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, there are a few people who have released who yeah. very recently who were on this show, and also um, spouses of women in WWE. But we'll get to that. Um, yes. But yes, he. You're right, Mari. Um, yeah. We'll get to to the other person in a second.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so Andrade is he was doing very well on WWE. Uh, his this I just realized something, but his manager got let go. Zelina Vega was, was let go. Oh my god, yes, exactly. I just realized that too. What <laughs> is
2: going on? So, yeah, okay, wait. We do, do we have a whiteboard to like to <laughs> the diagram yeah, of the relationship? The well, I we. We should see. come back to that. No, I think you broke Matt.
1: Right, <laughs> we're both we're both broken. We want to talk about it so bad. I feel
2: like yeah. Wait, let's uh, you know. Let's, what? Okay. let's
1: wait. Let's wait. Let's yeah, move let's wait. on we'll and then we'll put we'll do stick a pin in that. Um So we just confused the heck out of our guests. I know. Broken Matt Scott. <laughs> broken Matt Scott. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so just a, a straight one on one match. Andrade El Idolo took the win um, in his debut. which happened? Uh, that's that's what happened so <laughs> we're moving on to the inner circle which is santana ortiz and jake hager versus the pinnacle which is dak tarwood cash wheeler and Wardlow. this is a six-man tag match and then there's like conan was on the inner circle side and Tully blanchard was on uh the inner circle side and again th- we've seen them do s- this sort of vari- variation um a few times so it was just a great six-man match a lot of hard-hitting moments um again I, I the inner circle is supposed to be the good guys but i am pinnacle all the way i really like the pinnacle <laughs> i love um dax harwood and cash wheeler formerly known as the revival currently known as ftr in um aw so guys uh asia what did you think what, what was your thought process watching this this clip i love seeing a
0: female ref again um because i think yes. we saw one in an earlier match mm-hmm. um and i thought i would have loved to see some stats on these guys because they uh, were mm-hmm. huge i was right.
1: like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would have just loved to see okay Six five (laughs) is pounds. But other than that, it was, you know, it was a lot of, um, a lot of people involved since it, what you was, you said 3v3? Yeah, 3v3. Yeah. And so, you know, the pinnacle came out on top. But uh, yeah, I was like, man. The I mean, I just think about the thinking of their size. I think about how athletic they have to be to be just doing all these moves, flying, jumping off of things, Mm -hmm. and just with such finesse. uh, It's just it's it's beautiful to watch.
1: Yeah, for like thirty minutes too. Like these matches are not short as well. Mm -hmm. So definitely, Asia, are you into UFC? Is that? i'm not i
0: so I, I i do watch boxing
1: okay there it is yeah
0: like i okay like i've i've traveled to la like with the mayweather pacquiao fight um wow. and then this guy went to high school actually with uh errol spence jr Mm-hmm. he went cool. to my high school um, and so yeah I keep up with boxing but wow. I, I bet I would like UFC if I kept up with it I just haven't taken the time
1: I do not I I am only here for the fake wrestling <laughs> I don't <laughs> like to watch people actually beat each other up actually so get hurt. yeah I'm here like Jason you. how about yeah. you
4: <laughs> um, for UFC or for the match uh- <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, the, match, so, you know, um, the MVP for this one, Jake Hager, like you know, if I remember your name after I watched these clips, like I'm impressed by you. Like he took on okay. those three guys uh pretty much by himself at one point. Um but yeah, it was a fun match. Um I like the extracurriculars at the end with the old guys fighting each oh my- other. Like- <laughs>
3: Extra crazy I was like, oh my God, like oh, this old be black careful. man came and beat
4: like beat somebody with like some oranges <laughs> in his stock or something. I wasn't <laughs> sure what was happening. <laughs> 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 I, again we're going back to like, you know, savage beatings from you know, I don't know, but it was yeah. weird and I I enjoyed it. it was, I thought it was funny. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, really, really weird. Conan came in with yes, the it looks like a sack of garlic if you're looking at the picture. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> Just weird. Tried to hit me. <laughs> Tully Blanchard, the OG, came and took out his knee. And I was really like, I thought Tully was gonna get hurt doing it. I thought Conan was gonna lose the knee. I was like, y'all y'all need to stop playing. So uh really funny. Seriously. Watching, I think watching like old people fall over is like,
2: <laughs> yeah. But also watching
4: old people in
1: <laughs> like in slow motion, they fall in slow. Motion. Uh, we found Mari's yeah. secret
4: dark obsession. Like. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I, I get sure people get hurt. I get it from my husband. I'm not gonna lie. I just Wait, the <laughs> you like
2: to watch old people fall over?
1: No, it's just it just happens when they do. It's always it's like slow motion. Like oh my god.
4: Like, I hate to be around when an old person falls and Mari's around just like giggling like, right. you serious, exactly. stop it. Like, I know, me. and the worst like, part is we all just start laughing. because <laughs> Mari's sorry. laughing, like, we're sorry. We're, My <laughs> hip. Serious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we hope so that cool. Conan and and Tully Blancher are okay after
4: that action. Yes. <laughs> yes. Disclaimer yes. from the Wrestling up podcast, we do not support people yes. getting hurt. Right. We do support um, people of Use a Mario. use everybody on the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, it's like a disclaimer for like the BB live feeds. You're gonna have yeah. to have yeah. one from now on. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Um,
2: <laughs> okay, turn those on. We've been away from them for too long.
1: I know. This is gonna what? become
2: a BB live feed update podcast. Yeah, that's not <laughs>
1: okay. We, we found us move, move
2: on. at this point. <laughs> right. We do. We do. Have to move we we
0: got backstage. On. We have Taryn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> huge, huge, huge wrestling fan,
1: right? Um, so we get Chris Jericho and MJF facing off, um, to sign this weird contract, but before that, let's talk about the uh, there's an audience member who ran in, <laughs> um, tried to get into the ring, he got beat up badly, but, and then taken out. Mm-hmm. What do you what about saying that? <sighs>
2: Well, Chris Jericho has a history of hitting fans, and he likes to beat he likes to beat people up. Um,
3: Yeah, he didn't make
2: contact. He didn't make contact.
3: That's true. That's true. There
2: was an incident. I don't know. Look, we're not. It's fine. It's on the internet and everything. And there's probably a video of Chris Jericho like punching. I think when he was in WWE, punching this like fan who was trying to like reach into his car when he was leaving a WWE event. And it was not a good look. But I was I was seeing that like, please, Jericho, do not hit this person on TV. Like, just don't yeah. don't do it. This is mm-hmm. 2021. You can't get away with hitting people who are not wrestlers on a wrestling show.
1: Exactly. Ooh. But yeah, that was a weird moment. Yeah, exactly. And the fan went online to like brag about it. And <sighs> of course, again, the comments <laughs> didn't go the way you thought they were gonna go because. He's getting ate up on Twitter, um, <laughs> and then I think they're saying he might get a lifetime ban from AEW. I just again I don't.
3: No, I this is why. So.
1: This is why I'm what like again. As somebody who's been in multiple wrestling crowds, this is why I'm just like I, I don't know if I, I'm ready for it to come back because the entitlement in some of these crowds is insane to me. Like. Why would you think you could just do that? He hopped the gate and try to run into the ring. But anyways, and so, it never works. It never,
2: it never works out. Like either someone ends up getting beat up by wrestlers, or yeah, they end up multiple. getting beat up by security. Yeah,
1: multiple. So what's and, the and, point? And what is works? Like what is your like what, you, what, what do you what do we mean by words? You hop the right, the and then work, like it yeah. never then
2: runs out in enough. the ring. Like what, <laughs> you know, what's like, your goal? You make you it, it in the, the ring. you like, no one stops you? Right, you
1: right. Like, like is a it a just contract? to get a
0: handshake? Is it to get a hug, a picture, a contract? Are you getting
1: booked? Like what is what is happening? Yeah. Or a yeah. Match.
0: yeah,
2: full on match.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they didn't. And that, then they right.
0: politely lead them back to their seat.
2: Yeah, exactly. Politely lead them back to their seat and pretend like nothing happened.
1: Right. So, um, yeah. So then we get Jericho and MJF going back and forth. Two men who are really good on the mic. Jericho basically saying he was going to do things to MJF's mother. The crowd, again, was getting loud, you know. Um, But at the end here, we had MJF tell Chris Jericho, that he's going to have to. He started talking about Greek mythology and stuff like that. Okay, I'm a Greek mythology nerd, love it. But he's talking about the trials of the labors of Hercules and said that Chris Jericho is going to have to go through four other people with four different stipulations. And then after that, if he makes it through that, he gets the pleasure of facing MJF. And then Jericho says some stuff and then he signs it. He's like, I'll go through your labors and stuff like that. Okay, so again, Jericho is supposed to be the face here. MJF is the heel. Huh. Jericho is the leader of the Inner Circle and MJF is the leader of Pinnacle. Again, I am Pinnacle all day. I really like MJF. I think he is a future star. If, you know, star, he's just so young. He's like 23 or 24 right now. Um But my big yeah, baby. My <laughs> biggest, my biggest gripe with this is why? Like, w- why? I, I love this. I, I I think they were listening to us, Matt, because just right, last yeah. week I was talking. Have <laughs> right. I love best of seven series? Like a uh, best of seven uh, series. I I like those. But if you if you're gonna do a best, it. I know if you're gonna do a best of seven series, each match should have a dif- different stipulation, so you mm-hmm. feel you know. So this is what they're doing. But I don't want to watch Chris Jericho do this. Am I? Is it just me? Like I don't think that.
2: I feel like this might. I mean, I don't know. But I'm imagining. Like, is this one match a week that he's going to have with those people who he needs to face to get through to MJF? And then, like, obviously, he's going to win. So. Maybe like is this so gonna be a gauntlet a match or something? Little. Just get it over with, or don't do it at yeah, all. Yeah, well,
0: they should have did maybe two instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: so okay. just
2: like do it like just ten minutes, like have him beat four people and then earn the match. Yeah.
1: It's like we gotta sit through four matches where we basically already know the outcome for. Like yeah. not basically. We know the outcome. You like, know, Chris is <laughs> gonna win it. Um but I again but I, my biggest gripe is it's Chris Jericho. Like this would have been great for the the Sammy Guevara MJF uh, feud, I feel like, because that could have really made Sammy, if he had to go through four other people to get the, to MJF, you know, um, I would have liked that. Maybe just a younger star in general. Like, this, mm. this does feel like a program that can build a younger star. Chris Jericho is clearly already a star. He's clearly already over. And he's old. So it's just kind of like, what is the po- the the real point of this other than to like, I don't know, Jason? What did you think? Um, I, I thought it
4: was hilarious. Uh, like when you have a conference table in the middle of the ring, you know something's going to be ridiculous. So I was like, uh, okay, first of all, that's weird. Yeah. They have the guy, they have MJF in the scarf, so we're supposed to hate him, I guess. Chris uh, <laughs> Jericho's old and a little bit looking out of shape. I thought. Um, yeah, at the end he's like you must shake my hand I was like okay so don't shake his hand because he's playing something that's bad but then it ended up where Jericho was the one that bumped him in the shoulder which knocked him out that hit is him with temple, this, right? this move the Judas effect with like the back
2: he did like a back elbow on MJF I thought it was kind of like he bumped his shoulder. He yeah. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> what actually happened. Yeah. I was like, oh,
4: okay, Wait, why th- why that happened? But all right,
3: yeah, I yeah it was yeah.
4: fine. MJF yeah. called Florida a dumpster fire, which was interesting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> in yeah. Florida, kind of right, like, but okay. I
1: mean- so uh yeah it it was good there was just two people on the mic who can be on the mic it was really good i this labors thing i'm not sure like they're gonna really have to try and get me invested in this just because like i don't i don't know i don't don't know and is it just gonna be the middle is it just gonna be the members of pinnacle like you know jericho having to go up against each member which that's right that's is MJF I a of. good
4: wrestler though? Because I mean, just looking at these yeah, two okay. guys, I'm like, um, yeah. I think Jericho's probably gonna beat MJF, but I don't know anything about either of those guys. So
1: <laughs> No, MJF I mean, is a really good wrestler. And like we said, he's he's very young, so Yeah,
2: he has good limbs. His his brain's still developing. I don't his know what bones other things. Yeah. his bones yeah. are solid, his bones are solid, he bones. could probably drink a solid. lot and not have hangovers. Uh, Does he
4: use a scarf illegally in his matches.
2: <laughs> no, I mean he doesn't. It's funny because Chris Jericho was like a big scarf person at one point, so maybe he like gifted his sc- scarf to uh, to MJF. Hand yeah. yeah. my I mean, scarf just, collection yeah, to you. I'm just glad that that MJF was the one that was knocked over because if it was Chris Jericho, Mari would have been laughing at him, uh, old with uh, yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> right rightfully so. Rightfully,
1: rightfully so. so. Yeah. All right. So finally, let's get into what just kind of blew me and Matt's brains. So um yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. while you work on that, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try to process this because it's gotcha. wild that we haven't even realized this until now.
1: Yeah, until this exact moment. Yeah. So uh Malachi Black made his AEW debut. Uh Malachi Black, formerly Tom Tommy End, formerly Alistair Black he was just on WWE TV as Aleister Black he was cut in May like he was he was just cut and when he was cut it was just out of nowhere they were just like starting to get his character back on TV so when he got cut people were very sad I was very sad I'm I'm like it, it really sucked but now he's here on AEW um he made this debut um he kind of uh teased it a little bit on his Instagram earlier that day. He put out a little vignette of him in like a, I don't know, like a mental institution and talk, hearing voices. And it was, it was pretty good. You know, people, you can go check it out at, at his Instagram. It's pretty pretty cool. Um, but he set it up for him to come back. He's going to be clearly facing Cody. And again, Cody is really good at, at um, doing these debuts and kind of lifting people up. What just confused the heck out of us yeah. is that Alistair Black is married to uh, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega just made her debut. Her she just came back to WWE last week. She uh-huh. was the one who was fired back in November of last year. Oh, um, but my she, brain she, hurts. she de- I know her debut came. She came back uh, last week. When she was fired, she was the manager of Andre El Idolo, who just yeah, Andrade. Andrade. Who just made his match debut in AEW is what we were talking about, right? So people, when he came, when he popped up, people thought maybe Zelina would go and follow him. She didn't. She showed up back up in WWE. Alistair Black, at, AKA Malachi Black, is now in AEW, and then Charlotte Flair is also in WWE, and she's she's uh, going to get married to Andrade. So in <laughs> and these two couples who worked very closely together when they were all in WWE. Um. Now they're split, and the men are on AEW, and the women are down <sighs> WWE. So it's crazy, and we didn't That's even the do mean it with all the, the
4: numbers that are floating in right. Air, like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: That's exactly what it felt like because I was like, "Wait a minute!"
4: I
2: did just try to like draw on the spot, like draw a diagram of everything you just explained, Mari, oh, wow. and I couldn't do it. So okay. um, I was about to say,
0: "Please share yeah, your no, story." I know, you know, <laughs>
2: no yeah that would that would have been a mess i i tried so but the thing that like is also wild is that so you mentioned Zelina being released she just returned last week to smackdown like you were saying um apparently though before that wwe i don't know i'm not in any meetings but what i read was that they met so like um We'll call him Malachi Black. Black. That's his new name. Um, Zelina and um, Malachi Black, formerly Alistair Black, all, A.K.A. Tommy End, uh, was also he was in that meeting. So there were thoughts of him coming back to. Yeah. WWE and so this is really strange and I almost feel like it's probably really awkward for Galina yeah. over in WWE now just because yeah. of this like probably pretty unexpected debut for WWE cuz it was strange yeah. that they released him. Oh, the other aspect of this is they normally have 90 day no compete clauses but they didn't they messed up something with
1: his paperwork. Alistair
2: Malachi, Tommy's, whatever you want to call him's paperwork. Yeah. So he only had 30 days. 30 days. So it, it's just, it's wild. Contracts it are confusing. Jobs hmm. are confusing. Companies are confusing. But Asia, I think what that captures think? it. This is a lot.
0: Yeah, that is so wild. Um, yeah, because I was wondering I, w- I was wondering what his story was because they made his debut. Um, it seemed like a big deal. Um and so that they this was another lights cut situation and they were like, oh it's <laughs> bad. Weather in South yeah. Florida. <laughs> um and and so I thought, yeah, that, that was interesting. But yeah, that the fact that the women are in WWE and the men are on AEW, does that mean that like the women are more mainstream
1: than the guys um that definitely means WWE has like the better women's division like Mm -hmm. no no shade to any of the aew women because some of my favorite aew women wrestlers well some of the ones i like are there but just hands down wwe do have i've said it on the podcast i think they have the best women wrestlers in the world in wwe Gotcha. Uh, but that's just my personal thought. But
2: also Charlotte yeah. Charlotte who's married to Andrade is like it was by far like a bigger star than yeah. Andrade when they were in WWE and Exactly. Zelina
1: Zelina uh, they're both kind of. Uh, people loved
2: her for like her skills on the mic and mic. you know mm-hmm. her moments, but they didn't like. Zelina didn't really get over her too much, and and you know, Alistair was loved too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're definitely more mainstream now.
1: Yeah, Actually. exactly. Okay, okay, that makes sense, Jason.
4: Uh, do you know what's going on with his eye? Like, what's uh, what's the story there?
1: What he's supposed to be like possessed or something? That's what it, I saw. That's what it well, made it seem. That like makes sense, little, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what it. He hears like voices, and it's like uh, I think he takes that the names are like mm. demons. Uh, we'll get back to you on that because they didn't. None of this is canon. It's you know until it's on TV. So the vision that he did on Instagram was just basically like him yeah. hearing voices, and then. Him changing and and possession, so we'll see. It, 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 the name of his vision, the name of his visionette was uh, "The Devil Made Me Do It." So possession.
4: Okay. Um. You know, he Nine beat seven. up the old guy, which uh-huh. I'm sure Asia, uh, not Asia. I'm sorry, Mari was uh, extremely <laughs> yeah. pleased by. Um, so. Funny. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, it just pretty much covered everything else. It was it was a interesting segment. Cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can't wait to see what he does on AEW, especially with uh AEW has more creative freedom for the wrestlers. Um, yeah, so it might, it'll be cool to see if they like let his uh,
5: his, what he envisioned,
1: by. yeah, his vision for the characters <laughs> really yeah. uh, take hold. Oops, yeah.
4: mm-hmm. What was supposed okay. to be the point of what was supposed to be going on there because they like it starts out with like. This guy talking to uh, the older gentleman. Like, what was supposed to be happening? Yeah.
1: They were basically like congratulating Tully and Cody for the win earlier in the match. Earlier in the match, earlier in the night. Like, it was like, I don't. There was no point. To be quite (laughs) honest, there was honestly no point. Um, There was nonsense uh, what
4: was going to happen, basically. Yeah,
1: exactly. Terry was talking to Tully like, oh, you guys got, you know, you did a good job. Cody won. I think one of the other, like, Nightmare Family people won at some point in the night, too. I forget. Um, So, he he was just doing an interview with Tully, and then Cody was out there just, um, you know, listening to Tully's kind of like his Manager, what what for boxers agent, his sweat man or something like that? I don't oh. know. Oh, like the, his court, was usually their coach.
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cat, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't much fun. It was meant to be interrupted. <laughs> 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 shenanigans, shenanigans. All right, that's the way, The wrestling. one other thing
2: I would just like. Oh, yeah, that's wrestling. Really.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're going to make it. That's
2: right wrestling. Right on the one other thing I would just mention. The, the the match that uh that wasn't on um that wasn't there's no clips on YouTube of it, but uh Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander beat the blade and the bunny and there's not much to write home about that. That's a whole other match. Uh good things happened, but I don't think there's anything else to say about AEW. Just wanted to drop that in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we're just going to quickly run through SmackDown. Um, We'll talk probably talk more about it uh, next week, since next week for SmackDown will be the go home show for Money in the Bank. It seems like they're still kind of doing this, like the SmackDown is not only like the go away show, but like kind of like the kickoff type type of show for their their big um, pay per view. So. Mm um we'll just touch on some of the big things that happened last night and the biggest is uh they announced that Bailey um was injured so earlier in the day we got a tweet from WWE WWE saying Bailey was training for her I Quit match against Bianca Belair and she got injured and she'll be out for 9 months so Sonya Deville came out to the ring um to announce Bailey's injury and to announce who will be taking um bailey's spot at the in the money in the bank match so we got a a direct address from bailey where she was whole she had her knee up and she was talking about like how she was trying to get better bailey is so amazing because she was still a heel in her (laughs) in her address of her injury she was still like i hate you all but yeah i'm out for nine months um so then we get sonia deville saying that you know, Carmella is going to take Bayley's spot, but the sucky thing was Bayley and Bianca Belair were supposed to be in an I quit match, so it doesn't look like it's not going to be an I quit match, she kind of pulled the pump fake of like, um, there will uh, Bianca won't be defending her belt at Money in the Bank, and we're like, oh man but apparently she's going to be defending her belt against Carmella on next week's SmackDown, um Uh, But then Liv Morgan came out and Liv Morgan was like, why do you keep giving Carmella things? And then uh, Sonya Deville was like, well, I was going to say until I was rudely interrupted uh, (laughs) that you, Liv Morgan, are um, going to take Carmella's place in Money in the Bank. I thought she was just going to add her to the Money in the Bank because I was like, well, Carmella could still technically be in Money in the Bank if she's going to face Bianca on Friday. But if Liv is taking Carmella's place, there's still two spots we have not filled for SmackDown yeah. side of the Women's Money in the Bank, which is fine with me. I, I you know, we'll see where that goes. I, they don't have too many women, so okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll just start there. Uh, Asia, how did you feel about uh, Bailey's address and then Sonya Deville uh, <laughs> talking to Liv and then kind of kicking Liv out?
0: Yeah, so was Bailey blaming us for her injury? Like, I felt personally attacked. It's your fault. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Okay, because I'm like, ma'am, I'm just meeting you. (laughs) I was like, geez. So I I definitely can see how, like, she's a heel. Um, And then also, I was glad to see uh, Bianca because... I haven't like I've only seen highlights through Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um like her WrestleMania highlights and everything. So that was really cool. So what does the uh, EST
1: mean? So she she's the EST of WWE, which means right. she's the toughest, the fastest, the smartest, like add EST to anything, that's she is the best of the best.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's cool. It yeah. fits. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was um that was funny. So, did, so Matt, your reaction to um Sonia saying like, oh, Liv, you're going to be in the ladder match. So did you think that like if she hadn't confronted her that way, she wouldn't have been in the ladder match?
2: No, I just I think the shenanigans would still be the way they were. I think that it was strange though, because the spots were really running out in this match. So yeah. it actually was kind of getting a little like, Oh, of course, like Liv Morgan's mm. going to end up in the match. No matter what, she exactly. had won a number of matches. Like she beat Zelina Vega in her return match as like a way of saying, I'm good enough. I deserve to be in this. So the story was that Liv Morgan would end up in the latter match.
3: Yeah. That it
2: happened here because like obviously it was going to happen. And now we, we still have those. I guess two spots that are open. Right, exactly. It sounds like two
1: spots. Yeah, Yeah. So I don't know.
2: I will say though that my one thing with this is that um, Sonia was like, "You have thirty seconds to get out of the ring." If anyone tells me I have thirty seconds to do any, I'm gonna run and get out of there. Like Liv decided to saunter and hang around, so I think she got out in like twenty nine. But that made me a little nervous,
0: (laughs) Matt. That's so funny you say that. Uh, yeah uh, it's funny you say that because wh- I thought you were going I thought you were going to say if someone gives me 30 seconds I'm going to take my time because that's my reaction yeah. <laughs> like no. you told me I have 30 seconds then I'm going to take a minute and a half <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: don't tell me what yeah, to I do guess, I also always <laughs> want to tell my daughter anything like you have this amount of time she's like oh okay and then she just takes the time like to be just a jerk was
1: yeah
4: I the like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, same thing
1: exactly. exactly yeah 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 um jason how did you feel about these two clips first
4: oh it was good uh you know we talk about bailey addressing you know the quote-unquote fans uh that was funny it shows that you don't have to be like super like jumpy around to to provide entertainment i thought it was fun um you know then we got this sonya deville like like matt said i kind of thought too like uh i was gonna say like no i don't know if you were think he might be a little maybe. i don't know (laughs) um but yeah, it was fun. Then Bianca Baylor comes out. Like, I've only ever seen like Mari, because I follow you on Twitter, I think that's the only reason I've ever seen mm-hmm. Bianca Baylor or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a lot of fun, so I can see why she's so popular uh right now. Um You're yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun time.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's it sucks because we've been building up to this Bailey and Bianca feud for months now. And the I quit match I was so excited to see. Mm. So I'm a little and and it would have only been the second women's I quit match ever. Yeah. Um, but I, it I I thought Bianca when Bianca's like we don't even know if you're really injured, but get well Hater. soon. And I that was my thought. That was my <laughs> thought process too. I'm not gonna lie because they made a very big deal of this injury, and
3: mm.
1: normally. I, I think she probably is injured. There, there were rumors that she was going to yeah. take time off after the I Quit match, anyways. So it, it was probably like they were probably evaluating her for the match, and they were just like, you know, let's just not and you know take your time now. Um, mm. But when they specifically say, "Oh, Bailey is injured," she's going to be out for nine months. She's not going to be out for nine months. Like she's coming back before.
2: No, then. that that the, whoever. Stays out as long as they say they're going to say she'll be back back in five months.
4: Exactly. That's where they can do the Charlotte Flair thing, where she comes out pretending to be injured, then oh, oh, she's not really injured.
3: (laughs) No, yeah, (laughs) Bailey will probably
4: be back at like the. I mean,
2: I would imagine the Royal Rumble. Maybe the other thing about this too is that like the doctors could say like, oh, it'll be nine months, and then usually like the person's able to work and. Get ready to the point where they could show up again sooner. Bailey might. I don't know. This is definitely not confirmed at all yet. But like, we might see her in some kind of like announcer role or some kind of speaking role because she's she's been doing that. So hopefully, we could see her do that. Also, she does deserve her time off. So
1: she does yeah exactly so she could have yeah like very rarely do they put time limits on injuries mostly because if you suffer like a very bad injury you never know when you'll come back like an achilles tear uh um if you tear your acl stuff like that again you never know and those are normally like at least a year plus so them saying exactly nine months i was like i was wondering like what what knee injury can you come back from five months away? Because that's probably what she got. <laughs> like Maybe a torn meniscus. I've had a torn meniscus once. but um, So, like, I, I don't know. But I, I hope she's good. I hope she enjoys her time off. And the moment that they started introducing more women, that's when I was like, oh, that injury is not fake. Because the SmackDown women's roster was already thin. Like, I think they only had, like, seven people on the roster max after they had did their cuts. So losing bailey who was in the main program sasha banks isn't back yet um hopefully she comes back soon um mm-hmm. they had to then introduce we'll go into our next clip uh shotzi blackheart and tegan knox um appeared <sighs> uh, on, its bang.
3: <laughs> on its yeah bang. as you they- do
1: they debuted against Natty and Tamina who are the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions and I was kind of sucks because Shotzi and Ember Moon were tagging like when, when we told you Shotzi and Ember Moon were the second NXT Women's Tag Team Champions and they have been tagging for months now. So all of a sudden Tegan Knox and Shotzi come out and they're a new tag team. They're facing Natty and Tamina. They pinned Natty and Tamina which you know they cut that nice baby face promo saying they're on on SmackDown now. Um, very opposites, like uh, was it? You know, not I, I cute. You know, I want to say opposites attract, but it's not opposite. It's the odd couple. yin and yang. Very oh, okay. no, it's the odd couple vibe. Like Shotzi mm. is like crazy rock and roller, and Tegan is just like really down to earth. And so I my my just thought process is at first I was like, what? And then I again had to remember that before Tegan Knox left a year a year ago yep. her and Shotzi um, had gone against Sasha Banks and, and Bayley um, uh, for a tag team championship match. Yeah. So there is, they were a tag team at one point, I just I just forgot because Tegan's been gone for, for so long. Uh, Matt uh, what do you think?
2: No, I mean, I'm I'm cool with it I mean I don't I like Ember Moon I am a fan right. of Ember Moon Um, she is just like she's a phenomenal athlete and everything but we'll get it's like one of those things where we have to wait and we'll see yeah. what they do with her Um so that's a little unfortunate. But yeah, my my bigger thing is like with um with Shotzi and Tegan, like I, Shotzi Blackheart has a lot of personality and it's well-established. There was a promo where she was talking about picking nose hairs from people, which yeah. does Hilarious. Like, I don't want to mess with her. She could have my championship if she wants to pick my nose hairs. That's just <laughs> not, I don't need that kind of pain. And, you know, but with, with Tegan, I just don't feel the personality or the promo skills or all that. there. Now, it's probably there. It just hasn't been established. And I don't think she's had time to work that out in front of the cameras. So I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see how things develop with them on the main roster because they haven't had that character development time, um, especially together in any way that I could remember.
1: Right. Uh, Asia?
0: Yeah, was it just me or did they just not have like chemistry? It seems yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you're saying by like odd couple, but it was like they they were saying how you know we're gonna be unstoppable, it's like no, y'all kind of seem pretty stoppable
2: there was some weird timing stuff in the match, too. Yeah. There was like one moment where um where nat Natalia was catapulting Tegan into like. A super kick from Tamina who hesitated for some reason, and then there was something after that that was weirdly timed. So maybe this, this just this definitely was not their best work. Um, (laughs) at all, yeah,
1: probably a lot of a ring rust because this is T and Ox's first actual match back, Mm yeah. So not only just the ring rust, but also you know, Natty and Tamina are some like the some of the safer workers, so you got to build that chemistry, like Asia said, they're. Shotzi and Tegan hadn't um, tagged in a while so it's just the chemistry has to build you know you have to and the only way that builds is if you keep yeah. going but I agree with Matt I've, again I've never been drawn to Tegan Knox just because I, same I've never felt her personality and when she was on the yeah. indies people loved her mostly because like we were saying earlier her, her wrestling skills her shiny wizard and stuff like that um, but she has lost a step in my opinion since her first knee injury. And so I think a lot of it is why it's careful and plotting and it's just kind of like she cannot afford to get injured again. Uh, I would probably bet money that if if Tegan got seriously injured again, she would be released. Um because she she's probably no. been Yeah, she's probably and I don't I'm not wishing that on anybody, but like right. she's probably been signed old, with the WWE. So right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's been signed with the WWE for at least four years, I want to say now. And of those four years, she's probably only wrestled on and off for a year in in spurts. So, um, like fits and starts, really, to be quite honest. So um, I don't know. Like Matt said, I have to see see more because I Ember and Shotzi's gimmicks also work really well together for them to be a tag team. So now we're again we're going the route where it's like Shotzi's a crazy one. And um, Tegan is going to be the straight man. And it's just, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Jason, what did you think? Oh,
4: that was fun. Um, when they came out on Tank, I was like, yeah, the metal. That's oh, yeah, dope. the tank is
1: cool. That's Shotzi's yeah, tank. Sure. Like, that was Shotzi's solo gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she had partners, they just started hopping on them. Um, but sorry, keep going.
4: Uh, they were giving them a lot of uh, Tamina and what is it Natalia? Was that what it yeah. is?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh They
4: got a lot of crap for losing. Them. I'm like, they didn't even know who they were facing. Like they had no yes. <laughs> idea who they were going up against. They couldn't prepare. Yeah. Yeah. But they, those two seem like they were. Uh, how long have they been a tag team? They seem very like seasoned. Oh, said,
3: in this. Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they've been a ta- they've been a tag team for a few months now. But they're both like seasoned veteran women's wrestlers. Like they're they've been wrestling for like 12 plus years, something to that effect. Okay. They are the the veteran women's talent in the in the locker room.
4: Um and I can see what you guys are saying about like, you know, they weren't really gelling um Tegan and um Shotzi um in the after conference thing. It was a little awkward. <laughs> like, gonna <laughs> yeah. pull the nose hairs, and she was like, What? Oh yeah, pull the nose hairs, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty much I have for that one.
1: Yeah. 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 And so uh again we will uh address more smackdown um next week but basically the bloodline reunited. Roman got both his cousins back. Um him and the the Edge and Roman feud are really good. We got the Mysterios came back. Uh, very exciting stuff. We'll see where that goes next yeah, week. Yeah. Especially
2: a- to see like a Mysterio at ed- cuz they were tag- Edge and Rey Mysterio were tag team champions like 20 years ago for a hot Second, at least.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's exciting to, to see.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we'll see where that goes, and then finally, they they filled out the the men's side of SmackDown for the Money in the Bank. So we got King Nakamura versus Baron Corbin in their qualifying match, which is hilarious. We'll we'll get to it later, uh, but Nakamura beat Baron Corbin um, to uh, get that. I th- was that the final spot in the it, he got one of the spots in the Money in the Bank and then Seth Rollins beat Cesaro for the final spot so wow right. so on the on the SmackDown side we have Biggie, Kevin Owens uh, King Nakamura and Seth Rollins for the Money in the Bank that is such a great team and also just quick aside big e and Pat McAfee with their feet in those yeah, pedicure what? it was yeah, so I funny what that was <laughs> it that was, was just them being goofy it was so hilarious <laughs> I, I love Pat McAfee I love Big e and they were just so funny on ringside of King Nakamura and Baron Corbin's match um so uh Smackdown is so good it's literally the a show go watch it looks like we've been here for a very very long time <laughs> uh, I'm yes. not surprised because it's so great talking to the both of you uh, Asia and Jason this was amazing we're going to have to get you guys back on to create a real half Jason you just are too funny so like every time you come uh, on we uh, you, take our our
4: you don't want to make me a wrestler I don't know I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, little, I'm starting to get a little uh, a little offended I don't know but it's okay it's okay that just means I got to come back a third time that's all good
3: okay
1: yeah okay. How, how about we how, right? Yes, you either come back a third time, or, or we'll just say uh, look out for a, a special uh, wrestling wrap up where it's just us creating <laughs> yes, a, a wrap for yeah. Jason and Asia because uh, <laughs> they're too funny and we can't get anything done but talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it, it is really, really great um, um, working with you guys today. Any final thoughts on just everything you you saw? This is a lot. We talked about yeah. a lot too. Like we had a lot to go through. Yeah, I I just loved watching
0: all the clips, and you know, it it sparked the like. The, the kid in me that loved wrestling, so it was mm-hmm. like, you know, this is really entertaining. I can definitely see, you know, now that I'm aware of who a lot of the people are and now that I have a little bit more context, like keeping up with it, definitely on a casual level, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, but it's like it it, it is very um, I, I love what they're doing with wrestling, with the WWE. I didn't even know that they're like that raw and. NXT and SmackDown. Like I've learned so much in the past, like few days. So That's thank awesome. you so much for having me on. I'm glad I was able to finally finally come.
1: Of course, and it, so a few. Let me know which wrestlers do you think really piqued your interest that you liked over the course of what we watched this week. Like who are you yeah. checking for? If you're checking for, if you're keeping Ooh. up with somebody.
0: Okay, I really like. Okay, obviously Bianca um, mm-hmm. Belair. Um, I thought that. Uh, Mustafa Ali, yeah. I thought he was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little intrigued by MJF. I want to yeah. actually see oh. him wrestle, yeah. um, and I do actually want to see the fight between or or the match between um, the guy, Carrion uh, Cross, and oh, yeah. dada, the other guy. Dada, dada. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I would love to see that. So those, those are a few. I'm trying to think of another woman that was just. Um. Oh, uh, Naya. I thought that yeah. she was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's
1: the Rock's cousin. So that's probably why you like. Her. Ah, okay. Yeah. Nice. Get, like,
4: <laughs> all of you <laughs> so rock in some kind of way. I like,
1: right. <laughs> we would need a whole nother podcast, Jason. <laughs> to like, uh, to a chart. explain that. Yes. Yes. A true chart. Oh,
4: man.
1: <laughs> all right. How about you, Jason? Uh, any last thoughts?
4: Um, I saw the last time I was here that I wanted yeah. to catch to catch at least one of the shows after this. Cause I still feel the same way. Last time I was here, the show was very like supernaturally, where we had some we had uh, Alexa Bliss taking over Randy Orton, and it was like mm-hmm. weird and crazy. But yeah, I do want to still try it. I didn't keep that promise. Awesome, I didn't catch up with uh, it at all. <laughs> but I definitely want to try and try and get back into to something after this, and cause I think it is a lot of fun. Like whenever I when I'm watching, because it's so much fun. Um. Yeah, so I think that's that's pretty much it, and I will leave you with, you know, uh, just remember, Mari likes to see old people get hurt. Thank Thank you. you.
1: It was a uh, throwaway comment, y'all. No <laughs> yeah, you're not throwing that away. Hashtag
4: exposed. Is that the no, word? hashtag that's for Hashtag that's wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> wrestling. You got to make it happen. I'm not going to remember that next week. <laughs> I'm going to spam you on your Twitter with, with hashtag that's wrestling. Yes. So no, oh, man. my
1: gosh. Jason, <laughs> that's plug your plugs.
4: Yeah. Uh you know I, I zip around the Arhat universe. I'm all over the place. Uh you, you'll see me in different places. Uh my Twitter is at J Y R 1085. So hit me up. Uh-huh.
0: Asia plug your plugs yeah so you can find me on Twitter at Asia like Asia so A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A you can also find me on Instagram at Asia like the continent where I love to do stories of my dog and my roommate's dog so if you're looking at the video of this this is my dog she's Pepper she's just <laughs> mm-hmm. been taking naps throughout this entire podcast so that's been great um, and then uh, you can also catch me on the Sunday night recap for Big Brother 23 wow. um, and then i also be on the uh, the where we're counting down the best seasons of Survivor. I'll be talking oh. with Rob and Kirsten McKinnis mm-hmm. about uh, Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. So I've had a blast rewatching that season. So if you haven't rewatched it or you have never watched it, I would definitely go recommend that. Um, it's I would say it's in the top half for a, uh, a reason. So I will be defending that, that mm-hmm. I think it could have been higher. But <laughs> oh, that's where you can find me. Wow.
1: It is the week of Asia, y'all.
0: Right, love, love. Uh,
2: Asia. I'm and by the way, like. I love all the similes in in your in your uh, social media handles. I yes. think <laughs> I um, yeah, right.
1: And uh, Asia, you're coming back for another Married at First Sight season as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so,
0: Married at First Sight season thirteen is in Houston, Texas. It is starting mm-hmm. July twenty first. So definitely keep a lookout for more more content coming covering that season. Um, I covered last season. Um, season 12 with amy and we talked about that and it was a crazy season and you yeah. definitely don't need to watch mm-hmm. married at first sight to listen to the podcast if you're, you're exactly. looking for some additional content i had uh, marion i had jason on and we had mm-hmm. a blast talking about married at first sight so new season's coming and i'm very excited so keep a lookout
1: yeah can't wait to listen to that matt like you put. Yeah,
2: so at Matt Scott GW, follow me on Twitter on Stereo again. Um, also, if you're in the Job as a Squadcast group, just like post there and tag Mari and I and hit us up. We'll pop in there um, once in a while whenever the topics are going on and conversations happening there. Um, I also will plug that I will be on the um, the BB twenty three, the first eviction recap actually (laughs) this thursday so Mm -hmm. that's coming up and i these live feeds and everything are already driving me wild so if i'm sane still Mm -hmm. by that point i'll be lucky that i could do the podcast but thank you so much um for coming on by the way asia and jason and mari what are your your plugs
1: okay yeah you can find me um, on twitter at Mari Talks Too Much that's two like the number two Um, it's looking like it's going to be a wrestling rehab up Thursday because I will be on the live feed update next Thursday with Taryn Armstrong covering BB23 Um, so very excited to jump into this crazy crazy BB23 season Um, other than that we'll also be back after Money in the Bank um, for a live reaction podcast next week Um, we have a great guest lined up for next week as well um, before the pay-per-view so just stick with us Uh, let us know how you're feeling leave a YouTube comment Um, please rate, review, and subscribe and remember this is the perfect time to sign up for the RHAP uh, Patreon. Uh, Go to uh, patreon.com slash RHAP sign up and let them know that Wrestling Rehab Up sent you okay so uh Outside of the big brother house, no. I'm just-
4: <laughs> <laughs> and remember.
1: Remember. Yeah, remember. It's it always, funny. <laughs> it was always yeah. funny
4: when an old person falls.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good night.
1: And, and remember watch out for any flying elbows. Yeah.